What is going on, ladies and gentle beans, and welcome back to another episode of Tribe Talks. Today on the show, I am going solo with my boy Wolfie because Carthrick decided that traveling was far more important than Tribe Talks. I, I don't know. What do you got to say about that, Wolfie? The nerve of some people, like doing things other than Tribe Talks. I mean, we'll forget that I, I skipped like two episodes ago. We'll just ignore that part so we can just really hammer down on yelling at Carth for missing this and making plans and just so so rude so so incredibly rude i just it's, can't it's easy can't to it's easy to 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 talk this way about him when he's not here to defend himself what do i yes. even pay Carl? Yes, oh no wait a minute i, I, I forget <laughs> this is this is completely voluntary and fee <laughs> right. oh well wait hold oh, on well. wait i demand a raise 100 <laughs> percent. i'll give you a one what's 100 of zero again Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, we've learned this. We've learned from double drops. Two times zero still equals zero. So I think a hundred percent of zero is still zero. Mm-hmm. But I, that math they, they may not be the same thing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm using I'm using CG drop rate math right now. Yes, so, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, that's cool. It's cool. We, we got some stuff to talk about this week on our imaginary agenda, which we we'll pretend is, is written some. Well, I mean, some stuff happened. You know, some stuff happened. Like, we had GL layer requirements. We had confirmation changes to the crate raid in official forum post style. And, you know, raid cadence and frequency and all this sort of jiggery-pokery. And then more GL layer requirements out of... Out of nowhere, which was incredibly surprising. I wasn't (laughs) expecting the first set and alone the second set. So, like, because... Was it, um... It, it was Friday night stream when we had we had um, uh, we we had Meathead come on the stream and say, "I guarantee yeah, you, it's not going to take three out. weeks for the last round of requirements to come out for later." I didn't realize he meant it would be later that day. <laughs> it was like, yeah, "Oh crap, right. okay." So we we waited like what was it three to four weeks for round two requirements to come out, and then they were like, "Ah, let's just send round three requirements like the day later or two days later." It's like, "Oh, okay, I guess yeah. we're just getting it all now." Um, which is kind of cool. I appreciate the early notice. Um, it's funny to have the requirements before we've even had the marquee for Drogon. It's like he's not even out yeah. yet. And they're like, by the way, he's there. Um, so that's that's kind of interesting. Let's let, let me pick your brains, Wolf. Overall opinions, yeah, on requirements for GL Leo, good and bad, pros and cons. Let's go. Ooh. Ooh. Overall requirements. Like I got to take a, another look at the uh, the full list of uh, of all of them. For sure. Um, but overall, it's it's like it's got the four marquees, which is yep. only a problem for right now. So that'll be uh, that'll yep. be a problem for uh, just you know for getting those uh, initially getting that uh, done when it's uh, when it's relevant. Um, but mm-hmm. aside from that, it's pretty much a lot of characters that we have already. It's like what Commander Luke up to Relic Seven. Yeah. Uh, it's Chupio was in the last set. Uh, these uh, are a lot yep. of like really really kind characters. So- We've got, um, like, C- they CLS didn't give us Farm Boy Luke. No, I was yeah. so surprised at that. I was so I was dead cert Farm Boy Luke. I thought this was the time to shine for Farm Boy Luke. I was like, they're gonna do it, and turns like, no, no, they're not. They're not gonna do it. Seriously, I was envious. We got our boy Urban Blaster hanging out, and he is uh, a, a mm-hmm. big proponent of the uh, the Harvester of Moisture over there, Mister uh, Mister Farm Boy Luke himself. Um, oh, and I was like, oh, I'm so jealous. He's going to be ready for the damn farm boy requirement. And now so, we're all ready because it's are, are we CLS. talking like, uh, is, are we, are we talking like Relic 7 farm boy Luke double zated? Is, is, is that what my boy so, Urban yes, the, Oh, oh, he's oh, got a whole gosh. intro for the Harvester of Moisture and it's, it's awesome. 
yeah. Well, that, that, that guy definitely, he definitely farm boys harder than your average swigger player. Oh, yes. Yeah. I remember it wasn't so long ago, regular, regular supporter of the tribe, Mr. Essex Hammer, uh, big shout out to my boy Essex Hammer, got a little bit tipsy on stream one day and decided he had far too many Zeta mats. He had far too oh, many no. Zeta mats and was just taking suggestions for random Zetas. He did come out with a double oh, Zeta no. farm boy Luke. It was uh, it was a good time. I remember just seeing them pop up in the chat. It was like uh, Bodie Rook Zeta, uh, farm boy Luke Zeta, farm boy Luke Zeta. I was like, uh, Essex, I know you've got too many uh, too many old Zeta mats there, buddy. But but there's such a thing look, as a bad Zeta. So friends don't you know. let friends Zeta farm boy Luke. Okay. No, especially not double Zeta them <laughs> when they're drunk. Uh, he woke up the next day with a bit of a hangover and he said to me, he was like, God damn it, what did I do? I was like, well, decisions were made, Essex. Decisions were made. <laughs> Look at Guild Chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Look indeed. at Guild Chat and cry. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was oh, man. personally super surprised overall. I like I, I was sure that like um round three requirements for, for GL layer is where they were gonna pull the rug, you know? Where we're like, hey, it's been yeah. easy so far. Now here comes the shitstorm. But no, man. Like, I look at that and I and think, the like only... you said... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, I say the only possible, like, shitstorm character was Lobot. But it comes with the brackets of rework incoming. Yeah. So which is, <laughs> that which was is, the, uh, the big own, old FU character. Like, that. that's like its, its own little shit so but even when you think like my my way of thinking about this is lobot super old character yeah he's got no use yes. i don't I, like personally i don't yes. really care when a gl requirement is just a crap character like that doesn't bother me like he's old so that's a hundred cairo and a bunch of gear that you probably got thousands of and if you're doing the crate right. raid you can get his gear in like two raids you'll be like oh okay right. i've got eight thousand mark one currency that's basically lobot's gear you just go, bup, bup, bup. and it's only Relic 3. Low Relics, old character, getting a rework. And I don't, I can't, I can't see the, the bad side. Now, I caught a little bit of flack on YouTube because I was like, I really don't want Lobot to be in the GL layer team. <laughs> in my mind, he, he's a meme, right? He's a, it's like Ugnaught, Cup, Lobot. Like, yeah, unless you're Urz, do you really want a, a, do yeah. you really want a Galactic Legend team? Featuring Lobot, it just seems wrong to me. Seems it's wrong to incredibly me. Incredibly cheesy, incredibly silly, and I, I, I bounce back and forth between you. Like it's the meme, and I want this, and just the <laughs> hilarity of us like seriously discussing Lobot's bots. Like we're gonna actually, if that actually yeah. comes to pass, and Lobot is on the GLA team, we're gonna be sitting here and discussing what relic we should take our Lobots to, and yeah. what modding is to be best on our Lobots and minimum speeds, and this is gonna be the most ridiculous conversation you ever. Touch on a, you touch on a really valid point here. This is the sneaky thing about CG, right? This is the sneaky thing that it only occurred to me because I'm a slow individual, all right? I'm a slow individual, right? But the reason they keep on putting out these low GL requirements you know, we had it with Jabba, pretty reasonable. Sure, there was like, you know, you get some Relic 8s, you get some Relic 7s, but you get Relic 5s, you get Relic 3s. They're pretty low-hanging fruit, right? The reason they do that is because they know if it's on the team, you're going to high Relic it anyway. Right. So it's like, that's right. just the teaser. That's the teaser for you. That's to wet your whistle. And then you're like, we know you're going to take this guy to R7 or R8, so the requirements are R3, baby. So if Lobot actually features in that team, we are going to be having that discussion. 
I really think, I really think Lobot, he's been rebranded as a tank. You want to take him to R9, really, to fully benefit from Leia's leadership. And, oh my God, have you not remodded your Lobot for a 200% tenacity? With the way his new Omicron works and he converts that tenacity into offense, you really should be... Uh, and I'm just going to be like, oh my God, take me back a year. Would we ever be talking about doing Seriously? stupid shit like this to Lobot? God damn. God damn. Like, what, so what I just... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, cats and dogs getting on together. Mass hysteria. <laughs> cats That's... and dogs sleeping together! <laughs> well, <laughs> now we just went to a re weird Rule 34 area of the internet, oh, I think. Man. Oh, my days. Oh, my days. Um, so, however, so as uh, MJ it. pointed out in, uh, in chat, we, we've got, like, other reworks uh, before. Some of them are good, some of them are uh, are bad. So Mob Enforcer yep. got a rework and mm -hmm. is sometimes used in like the the raid splits and stuff like that but for the most part you're not sure. using mob enforcer on the on the team gamguard nope. got a rework and you sometimes use gamguard on the team mm -hmm. gamguard's not bad he's not the best you know it, he can be really yeah. thick and tough to get through so sometimes you want gamguard um but then you look at royal guard and royal guard was a, a throwaway Phenomenal. sort of b team yeah. whatever oh this is a tank who's now just like it was just kind of kind of there to exist and now it's actually a just thick mofo that just takes insane amounts to get through and mm. so it, this could His end rework up was, on a, any was top tier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and let me, you know, I, I believe I said it on my video where I discussed it the other day, but just because Lobot's getting a rework doesn't necessarily mean he's actually going to be in the GL layer team, right? It, right. it doesn't mean it necessarily. I know he is a requirement right. and he's a rebel, so it kind of can make sense, but it doesn't mean so. Like, they could completely fundamentally change his character. Um, we'll have to wait and see. I was kind of disappointed we didn't get any more reveals about her kit. Because in week one, we got that first, you know, we got most of her basic ability. I was kind of hoping with these additional announcements, we'd see a little bit more about her kit, but uh, they're, they're holding off on that. Um, and I'm guessing we're not going to see much about Leia's kit now for a couple of months because there's too much time. There's too much time. You know, with, well, with Drogon not even been a marquee, they... right? Yeah, he's not even a marquee yet. They double dropped the, uh, the requirements and everything. Um, yeah. How far out are we? until the actual release of Leia. Are we talking mm. about uh, mid end of September? Are we talking early October? Like I'm, I'm probably feeling end of September, but it's just, well, it's a ways away. I think, was, was it was it Jabba's release that came out? He was the, he's the only GL that's come out without all of his characters being free to play farmable. Was it, was it Skiff Lando wasn't quite fully available when he actually hit the holotables? I, I so, want to say he was just in shipments, but this is the kind of question that we need Karth here for. Yeah, Jeez. he's he, he's the, he's the one with the brains. We're just like the uh, the lugs, the no, the, no, the, the throwaways. Uh, he's, he's the whaley boy. He's the he's he, the whaley boy. So he knows when he, the things were released and what was. He, his name is Carthric, <laughs> but really, in his heart of hearts, he he knows his name is Whalerick. Um, he, he, that's how he identifies. He he's not a human. He identifies as a whale. Um, and probably there is a deep, deeper, darker shadow of himself that identifies as a kraken, but he's too afraid to admit it. Uh, so, deep down but inside. yeah, it's it deep, deep, deep down in the ocean. There is <laughs> there is a kraken known as Carthric. Um, but yeah, in the uh, bottom of the sea. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> Ivorius confirming it there for us. Jabba did not have all of his requirements free to play farmable when he came okay. out. So it's not unheard of. It could be a shipments thing, which still gives us what is that like three weeks after the after the marquee, or is it longer than that? Is it six weeks? It might, it's, it might be six weeks, Three, four actually. Four weeks, before. I want to say. 
forget yeah. how much, you know. So, so if, I don't normally ship and farm. No, not, not, I never do. I never do because normally I'm already farming something else that I, I would rather be more crystal efficient and wait for it to go to a node so I can refresh, you know? Because that it's 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 a lot more... It's nearly half the cost to shipment... Uh, to Sorry, to um, to hard node farm compared to shipment farm. Obviously, you, you're trading that that time for crystals, essentially, right? So... Right. I, usually I, I think we're pretty much on the same uh, like current projects right uh, right now. Like we're both in the future working towards uh, GLEA, but currently finishing off the cow requirement farm so we can get yep. Jedi Cal. And that's sort yeah. of like uh, everything else is on the back burner yeah. or, uh, so or, or my, finished mine up. Is, and, you know, GI and Reba's done, so... Yeah, my, mine is mine is finishing up General Cal. I think most of them are five-star right now. I, I've got Merrin yeah. at six-star. They're mm-hmm. all gear 11, so it's not like I have to... It, it's basically seven-star and give them two pieces of gear and they're ready for the Gen Knight Cal. But then I will also, it'll also be coinciding with the end of Conquest the full end of this okay. set of conquest for me to make oh, well me personally i'm going to make a uh, terra malicos team because that thing looks to be absolutely monstrous and oh um, so i've already yes. like my my recent project that i just <laughs> finished now in the downtime was i took my fulcrum up to relic seven through the omicron on there um I've, I've built up a mod set for her that i'm going to apply when tw starts or when gac starts because i don't feel the need to do that big remod now there's no point as far as i'm concerned um so yeah that's what i'm kind of doing gen Knight cal and a malikos team because i feel like that'll be uh that'll be 100 percent worthwhile because he is just oh his kid is monstrous baby so yeah Uh, i'm assuming you're gonna absolute beast oh Oh, god i'm so excited for that hell yeah brother you you building out yourself a ufu team for for malikos or you're gonna throw him somewhere else Oh yeah, I've got uh, my Ufu team ready, or not not ready yet, but working on it. So farming up Seer, obviously, she's the uh, requirement, yep. uh, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Ufu Cal, I've had for a while. Yep. I, I've been throwing him on uh, my raid team for a uh, for a couple months at this. Uh, he's this great. Point. He was, uh, yeah, he was farmable a while ago. So he's he's nice, yeah. uh, nice plug and play just to throw him he, over. Uh, over he's there. low en- low energy so. Cantina node as well, isn't he? So like you can you can yeah, knock out Cal yeah. in like two weeks. <laughs> That's why it took no time. Okay, I was trying to remember like why. Why was his farm just over so soon? Like I, I feel like I've been so, having him for literally I think months at this it's, point. Um, it okay. coincided with a double drop. So a bunch of people did the double drops oh, and farmed cows. Okay. So you could get him done in like five days. Because it was double drops and he was an eight energy cantina node. I decided to use that time to farm signal data. Because I was like, I I need signal data. Feed me. So yeah. Uh, yeah. But a load of people just knocked him out super, super quick. Um, I've yeah. I recently before Fulcrum, I took him to Relic Seven because I, I just thrown him with Raid. That thirty okay. percent additional health, yep. the bonus protection he feeds, awesome, great character, absolutely great character. Um, yeah. And yeah, I got my Fulcrum up to uh, Relic Nine. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, for, spicy! That's a spicy for, take, Wolfie. I like it for reasons um, of sub gold varieties. As far as Relic Nines go, okay. She's no God Saxon, but I'll let it off, all right? You no, know she's I mean? not. No, I have my Clone Wars Chewy, too. So we, we got a couple of fun. <laughs> well, at least he can go with Tarful. I mean, I'm trying to help you. Um, <laughs> he just gets slapped around by everything. I don't know. Uh, just one of those yeah. things, like the uh, the Wookiee team, like all these like extra B teams and stuff that we've been getting, like they're they're good, but they're not like amazing. I may just like try and take some of them on offense just to see what they can take down. But for the most part... 
we're we're really stretching some of these teams a little bit. We we could use a few yeah. more rookies maybe because I'm not taking I, Chewy I, off my goddamn CLS team or Chupio. It's like they they're too good. <laughs> they're too yeah. good. I mean, if if the devs w- went so far as to say that they're not they they they're designing GL layer the Rebel GL to very specifically not take or break up CLS's ideal squad, then you right. know that CLS's ideal squad is too good to break up, right? They they don't want you like nobody's taking Chewie and Chupio away Jabba. from CLS. Okay. I mean, come on. The CLS yeah. team is great. It is yeah. such a good team. Oh, that, that's <laughs> one thing is, that I actually just... um I, I actually like about this new Datacron set, just to jump in real quick, is there's a Wookiee faction Take with it away. grit. So, I don't know if you remember mm. Grit or if you've looked at it, but it, it, it means you take reduced damage from percentage health effects. Yeah, so now you've got that on a CLS team, so your Wookiees, you know, Chupio and Chewbacca, now they take reduced damage from thermal detonators. It's like, yeah, mm. I'll take it. I'll take it. Absolutely. Why not? And then this one's mm. got the armor armor penetration uh, substat. So you can stack up armor penetration for your CLS squad. You can throw a Wookiee Cron on there, take uh, reduced damage from percentage health effects, and then maybe have the level 3B speed up on a basic because all the assists, they're going to be gaining a bunch of basics, bunch of speed up, help you take more turns to chew through that yeah. jabber. I think that could potentially be a decent counter, quite reliable, but we'll wait and see. Wait and see. I'm going to build that Especially one Especially because they're all depending on the... The 300% defense Jabba's and everything. So exactly. Just, all right, let me get my 300% Harbor Pen. Cool. Good talk. <laughs> yeah. Uno Reverse. It's the no-you counter to high defense. So I love it. Um, yeah. yeah, totally derailed that. So they that. do Sorry. seem to be decent at... Uh, no, take it away, man. Um, but they do seem to be decent at uh, like ta- having the countering uh, Datacrons coming out. So the, the one yeah. Cron comes out and has all the crazy mm-hmm. defense and the next one comes out has the armor pen to deal with all that crazy defense. Yeah. Unfortunately, no resistance pen for my girl Fennec, but, uh, you know, she don't yeah. need it. You know... She don't I, need it! She, she don't need nothing! Um, just... I'm kind of surprised that they actually went for armor penetration instead of defense penetration. Because last time, I believe they actually... Because they... Last set, they didn't have defense. Didn't they have... They had armor and resistance as two separate stats, and we also had armor pen and defense pen. So you could like they've gone back and forth build a them. Times of those, yeah. It just seems weird. Like I don't mind it. Maybe it was a very deliberate thing not to have Fennec all of a sudden start countering GLs again. Well, I mean, she, let's face it, she still does it. <laughs> she still yeah, does it anyway. She's like, always countered Lord Vader. It's glorious. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, so <laughs> but I'll, I'll 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 be honest. Farm like, your Fennecs, everybody. Farm Farm Fennec. Like give that girl the respect she deserve. Like. She kicks people in the face. She kicks Lord Vader directly in the dick, and he just keels over. He's like, my one weakness, yeah. being kicked in the dick by a woman. Um, I feel that on a very personal level. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's a good time. Farm Fennec. Farm Fennec. I, I actually want to take my Fennec to Relic 8. She's she's languishing at Relic oh, 7 yeah. right now. So. Oh, she's worth it at Relic 8. Oh my god. She's, she's, so she's a monster. Mm. What am I at? I'm probably around like 13,000, 14,000. What am I at for my special offense? It's stupid, dude. She just absolutely slaps. And you get like a Hold little up. bit of these offense crons on her, actually. And she'll be doing pretty oh. good. You know, we said there's no actual specific, uh, you know, cron for, uh, for uh, you know, there's no dark side crons this time. Um, no, no. And there's no, Which makes uh, a nice change. Because CG normally yeah. favors the dark side crons. <laughs> yeah. But we are sitting at 13,866 special offense. Ooh. So 13866, that is monstrous. Let me check mine out real yes. quick. 
But yours is Relicate, I assume, as well? Relicate, yeah. Yeah. Um, mine's actually running a speed set. wonder why that is. That's weird. Oh. Yeah. Mine, yeah, mine's this only 11.5. Like yeah, I'm just lazy. I'm just lazy. That, that's, <laughs> don't be like me. Don't be like me, guys. I'm, I'm just lazy. She still claps pretty hard, though. I mean, she, yeah, she's... Why the fuck is... Like, Hot Utils is dumb, man. She's running a speed set and she's 261 <laughs> speed. And, and you know, oh she's God. got 11.5k offense. It's it's like, like why are you running a speed set? I'm, I've got six more speed running a speed set. I, I need to slap Hot Utils around and be like, no, naughty Hot Utils. Um, and Fennec is actually one of those weird ones where I've had problems with uh, her being too fast. Because um, like one of those uh, weird things with the uh, with the counter over there that uh, people like can overlook sometimes um, when Bam does his damage immunity move, he has a chance to remove turn meter. Um, yeah. And Maul can have his turn meter when he has frenzy as a hundred percent can have yeah, it reduced. Removed. Yeah. If Which is awesome. If your Fennec is fast enough, then she can oh. actually cut in line, and the damage immunity can the run DI. out. Yeah. And then she loses the DI and Maul does his last dumps. And you're sitting there like, I had a Fennec there. I swear yeah. to God, she was right I, there a second ago. The, so I the, the one thing that slowed um, her down. Yeah, no, that that makes total sense. The, the, the one thing for me that has made me stop using the Fennec counter against Lord Vader as a first team. So I don't mind using it as a double tap or something like that if it comes to it. As a cleanup, is, it's very reliable, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. If it's like solo Lord Vader, you, it's golden. You, you're done. Or even yeah. if it's just like one or two characters on the enemy team, and you, they're done. Right. But it's it's when they run Thrawn and they start that opening move and Thrawn fractures Bam. <sighs> it's just like, that is... One way ticket to depressed, Phil. You're just like, oh, I'm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and there's mm -hmm. nothing you can do about it. It's just like, there's that, what, 25% chance that he targets Thrawn? Uh, sorry, he targets spam. If he gets that, game over. <laughs> you're not triggering your bonus uh, turn. You're not getting the DI. You're just dead. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's God. Uh, the whole uh, Mr. Mr. Miyagi, if uh, if do right, no can defend. Yeah, exactly. Oh, if he practiced your bam, you're just done. Sorry, yeah. sorry, good talk. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's never fun. So that's that's why I don't take... Like, I'm usually quite happy to, um, technically speaking, take the L, you know, and, and go for a deliberate double tap on Lord Vader just by sending in right. something like, maybe you go in with, like, Treya to guarantee... If, if, if they're running, like, a Lord Vader with Reaver... Yeah, so third sister, proper full balls to the wall, crazy Lord Vader's hat. I don't care if I've got a burn Treya to kill all the ads and then send in Fennec for a guaranteed two-tap. I don't mind doing that because it beats the hell out of taking in Fennec, hoping to clear some of the ads and then not clearing anything and just having your shit rocked against a preloaded Lord Vader. I don't, you know, I, I'd rather play it one safe time. and lose banners, so... Also, in case anybody isn't aware, Scribble doesn't have Slacker, so that's why we're having this discussion about what to use to counter it instead of just using Slacker. Anyways, um, but I no, the one go time a stream without you guys <laughs> rubbing that shit in my face. One day. Um, but uh, no, actually, the the one time I did see that uh, that damn team with uh, Lord Vader mm. and GI and Reva and all of them. Because um, yep. I had heard it can be an absolute hellhole for Slacker to get through. So I just said, screw yep. it, and uh, sent in Treya, and the whole double mm -hmm. tapped. Because it was much better to guarantee that I get through in two Absolutely. rather than uh, possibly get through in one, possibly get through in five. So yeah, exactly. Or, 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 yeah, like you said, possibly just find yourself screwed. Be like, it's, it's, it always surprises me just how well 
Treya is able to kill off all the ads in in a Lord Vader anything team really like she she's has surprising levels obviously you need the omicron you can't do it without the omicron don't try right. guys you don't have the survivability um but, well, but with the omicron the, she, the she trail, can really deal with it you know the trail omicron doesn't work against dark side gls does it not i thought it still did they turned that the, off right i thought it was just i think they still have the survivability Oh, yeah, I think okay. They ignore that me that part of it uh, actually off. So it's just uh, so it's just Treya being Treya. It's just Treya. Okay, ignore me then. I'm just being a moron. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Is it the Lord of the Patrol? Um, but uh, Savage is bringing that team to help your survivability, all that sort of stuff. But uh, yeah, they because she was killing Lord Vader too easily, so they were just like, actually, screw you guys. <laughs> it doesn't work against Dark Side GLs specifically. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, when in Grand Arenas and if there are no enemy dark side GLs. Okay, ignore Scribble. He doesn't understand kits. I don't even know what Omicrons do, guys. Don't don't listen to me. Uh, so apparently, Trevor is just that does. good. Uh, yeah, Slacker, Slacker <laughs> is a mythical being that doesn't exist in the game, really. It's not actually there. Except he's, Slacker he's... actually knows his mechanics better than me and uh, Karth. But anyways, <laughs> uh, oh, That's a throwback to episode one, guys. Go and watch episode one. If you want to know the, I think it, I think it was literally about thirty minutes worth of discussion of of me disagreeing with Karth and Wolfie, and I was so convinced that I was right. I was so convinced, and they made me doubt myself. And it turns out that I was like seventy five percent right. So, oh man, good times. Just, I, I was I was so sad, Wolf. I was so sad coming out. That I was like. I just, I'm just an idiot. I don't understand anything. So I woke up the next morning. I was oh, like, man. is that really true? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, hey, here's what it is. Mm. Yeah, makes sense. I'm not sure how we got oh, on to Treya countering Lord Vader, but I love it. Uh, Datacrons, I think, is where we were discussing it. Like, yeah, actually, we're going, going Datacrons, all the new... Oh. Like, my my Treya doesn't even have a hell of a lot of investment. I've got a Relic 5 Treya. With Relic 3 yeah. on, like, Scion Nihilus. And it's still able to do work against Lord Vader. It just, like, it blows Clearing my mind. the sides, yeah. 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 Your, your Scion may die to, uh, to Maul Blasts, but uh, otherwise, yeah, he's... Mm. Uh, they do pretty yeah. good over oh, there. No. If you get your yeah, Scion yeah, up to, like, should... uh, like, Relic 9, then you may survive. Oh, my God. That, that would be such a nice luxury farm. A Scion or Relic 9 would be such a nice luxury farm. I'd love to do that. Mm. That'd be so nice. But, hey, maybe one day... One day, you know, because it's not like Maybe. we're going to run out of our, uh, you know, our Mark III currency anytime this year. It's oh, not no. going to be stripped away no, from us. No, definitely not at all. No, mm. no, totally mm. not moving it anywhere. Definitely, definitely not a thing. I haven't I the faintest as to what you could be referring I, to. I think that segues quite nicely into uh, <laughs> what we could talk about next. So, Wolfie, we knew it was coming. We knew it was happening. Yes. Right? We, we knew yes. the Mark III we currency warned. was going to disappear. But... This is the first time that they've said it in no uncertain terms. A lot of people disagree with me. They said CG did say they were going to remove it. It's like, no, CG said that you know, the, the featured raid will have its own rewards. And then this this will be removed. Uh, sorry, this will go whenever the featured raid moves out. Okay, but that was before what they announced the actual reward structure was for the raids. And then the reward structure right. came in and we had three currencies. There was no... Like, nothing nothing said in that post, Mark III in particular, was being removed. They didn't say it, and then when the raid actually came out, they didn't also reiterate 
the fact that these raid Mark III specifically was being removed, it was a little bit ambiguous. And there is a large subsection of the player base that does not read the forums ever. You know, the amount of people that are like, hey, what's this new, uh, what's this new Drogon guy? Who, who's this guy? I've never seen him. Like, people don't read the forums. Most of the player base doesn't read the forums. Most of the player base has been investing in big, I'm going on a tangent here, in big teams <laughs> for the new raid, right? Uh, sorry, for, for Crate Raid, they were investing heavily and they weren't aware that these rewards are going to get stripped out, or at least Mark III was going to get stripped out. So, I blame CG for not being transparent enough on that matter and not being clear enough on that matter. Um, I don't like it still. I, How do you feel about I it? I will give them credit for saying something four months, five months in advance. Hell yeah. Because we do have Hell a yes. lot of time left. Because they, they very easily, like old CG, mm -hmm. like I could very easily see them doing this like a month before the new raid mm -hmm. releases or like two months or like a, like a couple weeks before it releases. Like, oh, hey, yeah, by the way, new yep. raid and everything's moving. So fuck you. Um, thanks for investing. Um, have a good time. Um, yep. So I do... I do appreciate that they at least gave us some warning, you know, because yep. we, we can now have a discussion of it's five months uh, down the road. Are we going to be able to hit mm -hmm. the next box? Are we going to be able to get to the next thing? Or should we just start investing in the next characters and start investing in, yep. uh, in that? So it is good to have like some sort of communication ahead totally of time agree. from uh, from CG along those uh, along those lines. Um, and uh, I definitely get what you uh, where, where you're coming from with the. Uh, where where the rewards are are going because the reward structure changed after having been over here and there was like the it was a lot of it wasn't directly said it was a post said the featured raid will have mark three and then we were all inferring mm -hmm. from that saying that it's going to go over here but mm -hmm. we can put all that conversation to rest yeah 100 confirmed no more mark three in the uh, in the crate it's moving to the uh, the new one also mm -hmm. also mm -hmm. They're gonna change the new raid so it's double the the launch cost oh, yeah. and we'll oh, run. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for that. I mean, this this oh, you know this goes back to what you were saying about you know yeah okay maybe we don't fully agree with the fact that Mark Three is getting stripped out of of crate, right. but CG has given us forewarning notice months worth of notice because crate might not come till December. Oh, sorry, um, Endor. Speed of bike pursuit, right. whatever they're calling it, might not come till December. That is a lot of forward notice. Props to CG for that. Props to CG for yeah. doing this. So we only have to run the raid once a week. That is fantastic because crate burnout is so goddamn real. Like it, it oh, feels like I'm constantly yes. hitting that raid. And because you're doing it so frequently, everything gets figured out immediately. And and the shine's off the apple. You know, it's no longer a new exciting raid. It's like there's so much limited theory crafting that you can do with it so it feels like if you're running it constantly it's like there's no excitement there it's not you know it, there's nothing new to do there's nothing new to learn you can't you can't overperform in that because it's just a case of well just have relics on your characters and yay it gets more tedious than anything else than actually interesting and exactly i've said this before and i will say it again and i'll keep on saying it so i can keep on hammering this home i am absolutely a-okay with them coming out with new content every 100%. nine months whatever to so we're not sitting there doing light side geo for three years in a row so we're not doing the uh, the sith raid for how many years in a row like that got so fucking dull doing the same yep. shit over and over and it just and this right now yeah. I and mean, we're doing this every three days every four days uh whatever mm -hmm. it is it's it's yeah. really starting to wear on the whole community mm -hmm. so 
I'm I'm all for a new raid. I'm all for a change yep. of the cadence. You know, that's I, I mm -hmm. think that's healthy for the game. Does it yep. hurt for newer players who are trying to catch up and plan for things? Yes, it does. Uh, but at the same time, definitely. I think these raids aren't really for the newer players. They're more for the later end game players who are looking for stuff to do. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's you know, yeah, if, I, I can see that. I just I I'm like the the, the part that I, I get worried about is. I feel bad for those early game players that yeah. everybody, everybody, every content creator, every guild leader, every officer is out there saying, get Relicate Jabber. He's got, he gives you 2.7 mil in this new raid. He does really well in TB. He's good on GAC. And all those things are still true as of right now, right? But for the early game player, it's so much harder to get a Relicate Jabber. And could you imagine being that guy that's been grinding it for six months and then finds yeah. out this week that you've got two, three months worth of that benefit left. And you're like, well, my Jabber is, I still don't have him unlocked. I'm still working on the requirements. Yeah, sure, it's taken me months. Because for some people, particularly free-to-play early game players, that grind takes a yeah. long-ass time. And he's like, I've put all of this investment in. And now when I finally get there, I'm not going to be able to benefit. Like, I feel sorry for that guy in particular. I feel like that sucks, man. That's really harsh. That's the guy I feel worst for, you know? Um, or even the guy that's just hit it. He's just got, let's say he's let's say he's taken the Hut Cartel four-man team. So we're talking Jabba, um, mm -hmm. Boba Fett, Bouchleia or Bausch and, and Santi, and he's thrown that Omicron on Bouchleia. Yeah, he's just got them to relocate like last week or something like that. And then he's like, oh man. I've just spent 20 Omicrons that I'm not going to get much use out of. I've spent all of my resources getting this team to R8. So yeah, I can get that 2.7 mil now, but I'm, I'm broke on resources. And now I have to think about getting a new GL for a new raid in four months. It's like, oh man, it's just, it hurts. It hurts my soul. It doesn't bother me personally. You know, it's like when the new raid comes in, I'm sure I'm going to be fine. But <laughs> Oh yeah. I'll say at this point in time, yeah, putting that uh, that Bush Omicron on would really, really hurt because mm -hmm. I had done it back when it was uh, we got the partial refunds. It was ten Omicrons back, so same, same, half yeah. price for how it is. Mm. That was worth it. Yep. At this point, definitely not. Yep. At this point, no. I would not say to put the uh, the Bush Omicron on unless you're just like are just overflowing in Omicron materials because you're a super whale and I don't know what just. Why you don't have that yeah. already, but anyways. <laughs> um, at least hey, we nice. know there's going to be an eight to nine months cadence. At least we know there's going to be that. So the yep. new players can hopefully plan a little bit more accordingly and hopefully have a little bit better mm. experience with uh, with that um, yeah. moving, uh, moving forwards. Um, For sure. Because, yeah, that is that is definitely a big uh, a big thing where, where you're taking your roster. Because when it was... The Sith raid was always active, and the the yeah. HAT raid was always active, and all these things were always active. You had targets, you had these things that they were constantly there, so you knew what you were building towards, so you could get through those uh, raids and everything. And now, mm -hmm. yeah, it's nine months from now, who knows what we'll be talking about? Who knows what factions yeah. will be in the next ones? Who knows what uh, what teams will be using? Will there be some crossover? Naturally, eventually, there'll be some crossover. There may be some stuff you have, maybe I some mean, stuff you don't have. That's... So. That's what I've got to hope, is that these characters that they're giving Raid Omicrons to, that they at least make them feature. Maybe not in, like, the the raid preceding it, the, the one that they right. particularly were used in, but maybe a future one. Bring them back into the loop, because that is just yeah. it's so harsh. I mean, I'm hoping that 
we, we don't currently have Scout Troopers Omicron in the game, right? The ability isn't even there, is it? They've locked it until the raid is coming out, I think they said. Um, so you can't even apply yeah. his Omicron right now, right? But I'm we hoping when that comes out, the raid yet, it's... So. No, no, we don't. I, I, I'm hoping when that comes out, it's half price. Because why would you invest in... An, it, it would have to be phenomenal to warrant spending a full Omicron for something you know you're only going to benefit for nine months. Because once this raid Which... goes... There's no point in running either the speeder bike raid or the crate raid. Right. You might as well run Sith. HSTR, you'd get the same rewards unless you're going to whatever is the new new raid, right? You might as well run right. HSTR because you can go in, you can solo it on auto <laughs> very quickly right. with a crappy team and get just as much rewards and not need a raid army. So it's like, I. what do you think? Do you think they're going to have a cheap army on scout or do you think they're going to go full whack? It would be nice if it was going to be, uh, um, if it would be a half price for the raid omicrons. If they could just make that like as a as a rule, like going forwards, the raid omicrons were all half uh, half price. I don't think they'll do that. I think that the Leia was like a one time kind of uh, kind of thing. Yeah. And let's be clear, the, the Leia omicron hugely, hugely oh, yeah. impactful for that raid. Um, massive, the, massive. The I did omicron, it. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're we're really going to have to see. Is it that game changing for the raid? Is it that you know that impactful for the raid? Where applying it just gives you an easy, don't even need to think about it. Two point seven, and then after that, you're uh, you're gonna figure out the rest of the teams. Well, you know, I'm, is I'm, it gonna I'm be trying to, to that think. level? I'm I'm trying to think how how can they make it like really desirable? Because the massive benefit for the Bausch army was yeah, it it made it a lot easier. But the real benefit was. You could save yourself an R8, right? You can short man it. You could undersize, yep. Exactly. Is is are you going to be able to do that with Scout? There's only 3 people in each raid yeah. now. Can you do that? Can, can you maybe with this Scout Omicron solo a 2.7 mil? I would consider it an Omicron at that point. for a 5 man team, yeah. Could could you so like, just relatively speaking an Omicron for a 5 man team versus an Omicron for a 3 man team for like how many teams you have to run in that raid just like mm -hmm. mathematically like, relatively speaking it's like that much more or less value so yeah I'm 100% Exactly. Uh, so 100%, it's, it's like if if the, if they if if the power of that Omicron is so significant that it's it gives you that value so you don't have to relic additional characters then maybe, or if, or conversely, if it's a case of he elevates otherwise, tra but the thing is, even if he elevates otherwise trash teams, you're still then going to have to relic seven, relic eight those trash characters. Otherwise, you can't even enter that higher tier of units to score those top points. So I don't know how yeah. they balance this. I don't know how they balance this Omicron unless the the final tier of this um, speeder bike raid is so difficult that without the Omicron, you are not scoring two point seven or whatever the max points happens to be. Because we don't know if it'll use the same point structure. It could be entirely different. Um, oh, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, for a three-man team, it. it could be a complete mm. toss-up. Yep. Yeah. yeah. could be a complete toss-up for the three-man teams with the balancing of that, with how things will, uh, will go out. Because, yeah, just the, the balance of this and... How do they even do that? Seriously. <laughs> this could be rough. I, I don't know. And, and we don't even rough. know if they're going to be changing up the number of teams that we get to submit a score for. It might not be five teams. I would assume so. I would assume so you know? with only three people uh, on a team. I would expect instead of five teams, probably like eight teams. Yeah, but... it, it could well be. It, it could absolutely be eight teams. 
I mean, from CG's perspective, that's that's money in the bank, right? They're like, oh, that's more teams that people are going to be encouraged to Relic 7, Relic 8, to get to those higher tiers, to get the higher point rewards. Um, so I don't know. There's too, there's too many unknown variables right now. It's, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Because for me personally, I don't think if all this, this Omicron does is save me a little bit of time in RNG, I'm not sure if that sells me enough on wanting to to throw an Omicron on him for a, for a, what I know to be a relatively short-term investment. If it if it saves me so much stress, then maybe. What would it take for you to yeah. throw it on, Wolf? My Jabba runs is pretty much once. Like, I, I mm-hmm. send in Jabba pretty much as long as I don't get the absolute worst RNG in the world. My Jabba runs are, I line it up and Boba shoots his rocket before the crate Dragon even buries the first time, and I'm just mm. done. It, it takes yep. no time at all and just puts it on easy street. If it's something like that where I can just get like a, a not even thinking about a 2.7 uh, million, because we'll just use this as, mm-hmm. a, as a number, because it's the current max. If we get an, an easy 2.7 and it's not even thinking about it, then I'd probably yeah. apply. If I can save myself that much time, that much trouble, that much effort, um, then probably i would uh, i would go for it mm-hmm. i do tend to enjoy the pve content so i have invested in raid teams that i probably shouldn't have like mm. the like seven tuscans like you know anyways <laughs> I, I've, I've heard ram, ram still doesn't know what tuscans do so no nah, who cares um yeah, yeah so we're uh <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's it's a really fun team. It's a really really fun team. Mm. But uh, it's at this point probably not all that necessary. Um, yeah. If if it puts it on easy street, if it puts it to a a level that I don't need to think about it, I don't need to like put any extra crazy effort over there, so I can yeah. like try with the other teams and just be a one and done. I don't need a remod. Additionally, oh that yeah, that's <laughs> then, a, that then that apply. is a huge yeah. point, Wolf. Yeah, especially because if we are thinking that. It's most we are if we're assuming that it's going to be more raid teams, and in particular, we know with this that CG is changing the abilities of our characters, and they said specifically that Jedi Knight Luke is going to benefit from potency, which means you're going to remod for this. If it saves me having to remod, that might be the final nail in the coffin for me, and I might actually apply that army because if if we're doing eight teams, I am not remodding eight times. Currently, I only Seriously. remod for Moldalorians in the crate raid because you need specific modding for that team. Otherwise, right. you're not yeah. you're not hitting 1.8 mil in my case for. Um, but I mean, you you wouldn't hit the is it 1.2 mil at Relic Five without remodding because you need to have yeah, stupid fast armor. You need to have high potency Bo-Katan. That's also pretty fast for her. So it's like, I don't think any, unless you just leave that mod set on, which in that case, it means you're most likely screwing over the modding on other characters in your roster for the sake of uh, not remodding every every three days. But I digress. Are if it saves like remodding. Tier, yeah. that, means, that means keeping on a 361 speed armor. And yeah. that is a hell and, of an investment to just keep on armor. And and modding but, your, your Candorous for potency. <laughs> like... Yeah. I mean, I don't even really use my Candrus at this point. It would be nice if I could, but unfortunately, Lord Vader takes Maul. That's just kind of. It. Guys, if you've got Lord Vader, yeah. he goes with Maul. Do not be the guy that's like, oh, I could get two teams. No. Don't weaken your Lord Vader team. Keep Maul there. 
but that just means Candorus and the rest of the, the uh, Mandalorians until we get some kind of, I don't know, leader of Mandalore, Bo-Katan, which I, I'd be down for, by the way, as a new leader for Mandalorians. Gimme. Uh, only ex- only exception is if you're using Lord Vader on offense. Then oh, yeah. Lord Vader no, can that's do completely different. Own, and yeah. that's it, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, that, then, yeah, do not break away Maul from Lord valid. Vader. It's just, it's a mistake. Just, yeah. it's not a good idea. Please don't do it. No, no, because you, you see it on defense and you just Unless like, you're facing oh, okay. me. Oh, Unless yes, you're yeah, yeah, that, me, then you should do or, it all the time, uh, always, yes. Or alternatively, if you're facing me as well, and in that mm, case, can mm. you also remember to yes. not apply a Datacron and just yes. strip all the mods off your entire team? That would be fine. Then you, then yeah, you can do Yeah, who needs mods anyways? Yeah. No. I know. It's, uh, overrated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. God, with Datacrons around, who needs mods? micromanager characters. You know, they're much better <laughs> on natural. Come on. <laughs> exactly. I play the game the way it was meant to be before the days of modding. That's right. We, I don't take any characters beyond gear 10 because that was the limit. Oh, Level 60, man. gear 10. Let's go, baby. Um, there we go. Oh, wow. You couldn't even get to level 69. Ooh, wow. Oh, well, that kills all Sorry. the memes. Damn. Oh, cup. Man. All right. Well, cup, you'd never get any levels. Yeah. So sad. Speaking of which, I'm pretty sure my Lobot is actually currently... Uh, yep, he is uh, Gear 1, 7 star, level 69. Good boy, Lobot. Uh, let, let me let me check my Lobot. I'm not even sure. Do I even have... I think I do have a 7 star Lobot, at least. Mm. I don't th- oh, I do. I do. Uh, but mine's just level 50, so I didn't even go for the memes. Oh. I, I went for the oh, mod mule Lobot. Nah. <laughs> he's, level, he, he's got 6,588 power. He's got... A, he's got... Two potency sets and two health sets. I, I wonder if that's deliberate. <laughs> Gear level one and just level 50. <laughs> I hope they update his his model as well. I hope he gets a model update. More in the line of Fulcrum than than than, than our boy Thrawny. But, oh my god. Um, <laughs> seriously, Thrawn is a foot too short. He is I'm, he's seriously the actor who plays him is six foot four. And the character model is five foot four. This is absolutely yeah. insane. So what we're trying to say is it doesn't matter how much of a Sigma male Thrawn is because he's five <laughs> foot four. He's not getting any partners at all. He's too short. I'm sorry. It is the way it is. I don't make the rules. I'm, 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 I'm not ragging on him for being short, but the freaking actor is Danish. He's six four, guys. Come on. Get your shit together. But, uh, I mean, it's like th- Thrawn even in... EU is not supposed to be short, is he? Chess are generally supposed to oh, be Oh, no, quite he was tall, a tall guy, they? yeah. Yeah, so oh, it's, yeah. it's not even just the actress. Like, even in Legends, Thrawn is not a, a shortcake. He's not a shortcake. He just looks, just, there's something off. It's like that Uncanny Valley effect. You just look at him, you think, there's something really fucking weird about this Thrawn guy. Um, it's, and to it's be also, honest, I quite like the original. A few times, mm. The original was nice. Um, yeah. The Rebels uh, model throne. I like that. Uh, but as was pointed out, it's also the pants. The pants are like super like wrinkled and bunched up like around the knees and everything. And he just looks oh. like so much shorter because it looks like he's wearing clothes that are too big for him. Um, so it's, it's just, yeah. It you heard it here out. first, guys. It's all about the pants. It's all about the pants. All yeah. about the pants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I actually put out a video because it was on the... Um, on the uh, the Swigger oh Events Discord not- page, there was the uh, they, they had the art the art um, um, 
uh, data mine, and I was like, "Wow, are we getting are we getting right. new Thrawn, new Ahsoka coming out?" And no, it turns out we were just getting, you know, model rework. So I, I I had a bit of egg on my chin, but it's okay. I don't mind. I I got excited for a moment. What can I say? What were you gonna say, Wolfie? No, I'll just say somebody's uh, comment in chat reminded me about him uh, about Thrawn flying. If you look at his, uh, if you're facing oh, the chimera, yeah. the the character model is just Disco he, Thrawn. He's just pink. He, it's like uh, the you've seen like the old Pokemon uh, show. Who's that <laughs> Pokemon? <laughs> Who's that Smigo character? It's Thrawn. Who's that <laughs> pilot? I don't know what. It, Who's that capital ship pilot? It's Thrawn. Yeah. Whoop. Yeah. No. It's that's oh, funny. I actually man. did a um. I pushed out a video earlier today. Uh, earlier today on um, countering the Leviathan, and it was mm. one was with profundity and one was with the Chimera, and of course people were commenting, "Why is Thrawn pink? Or why is Thrawn purple?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, CG forgot to replace the asset there, so he's um, yeah. it, it just is all kinds of messed up." <clears throat> So, yeah, it's yeah, it's just it, it is what it is. It's a goof that we probably sure they'll from, fix it. It's an amusing goof, yeah. and it, it doesn't oh, yeah. actually affect gameplay. It's just funny, yeah. and we get to make fun of them, and all is well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not quite as funny as the the tie interceptor or the Mark Six interceptor being able to blow up a capital ship, because oh, that has to be God. the funniest bug I've ever seen in this game, bar none. <laughs> that was a good like, couple of weeks. <laughs> It's just like that was a basic. Very good couple of weeks, when you... <laughs> and the capital ship just goes poof. <laughs> it's like my it's like favorite a... is how long it actually takes the blaster bolts to get there, because the lasers <laughs> sit there and like fire slowly over the whole distance. Like wait, 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 wait. Okay, it's so it. funny because it, it it actually it actually shows that in this game there is such a thing as depth. Like right, it's it's not like it's not. Like the picture is small, it's not like a trickery of, of angle. It is actually the battlefield it has that depth to it. So it's just funny watching that bullet just go. It's like when we're back uh, back to the crate dragon real quick. It's like when you're using somebody who's a melee character go attack one of the bombs in the back. You just like, excuse me, good sir, crate dragon. Let me run past you real quick while I go and blow up this bomb. Okay, I'm back now. Thank you, good sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> 10 seconds later okay <laughs> oh man wasn't there um there was a, there was another bug a couple of months ago in fleet where sometimes one of the reinforcements would be really far back and it would just be yeah. like hanging out in the background so you'd shoot that person and it would be like pew and you're like what are you doing over there well like are you scared come on come over here buddy come join the rest of us uh. Oh my god! Yeah, it's good times. Good times. I like. I like a good humorous. When don't actually bug. affect, like, when they don't actually affect things, they don't actually like make you lose the game because, like, oh, your buttons mm. disappeared. When it's fun bugs like this, I'm okay with those. Yeah, yeah. When it's not a game breaking, <laughs> game breaking bug. I mean, you can argue yeah. that that the the Mark Six interceptor destroying a capital ship is kind of game breaking, but I honestly, yeah, I don't think it's actually that impactful when when it's in play. I'm not saying it shouldn't be. It, it should be a thing, but it it wasn't. It, it you know it didn't really actually make that much of a difference in my matchups. It's like I could just yeah. as easily win by destroying a ship as destroying the capital ship. It didn't you, with with the yeah. with the profundity when you'd hit your ultimate, you steal their capital ship anyway, and that capital ship benefit back then pre bug fixes wasn't giving you a massive benefit. Now it does, but 
you know, right. like back then it didn't really make a difference. So I was like, okay, it doesn't really matter. At that point, so. the battle's pretty much over anyway. So mm -hmm. you pull out your Mark Six, and yep. at that point, you pretty much have your capital ship like takeover ready to go. So it's yeah, mm -hmm. six mm -hmm. one half dozen of the other. So it really uh, yeah yeah. And sometimes it's more important Fun to uh, to to remove something like the Rebel Y Wing to stop that thing just staying there for an eternity and healing up the entire team. Or even, you know, Absolute killing the Outrider or, mm -hmm. or the Millennium Falcon. It's, I, I don't know. It was just funny to watch. It was funny to watch. You like the bug you oh, had yeah. where everyone looked like they were lying down. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that one? It would be like Daka reviving oh, and it'd be God. like doing a I Matrix could... bullet dodge. <laughs> I'd have some screenshots like that of just Talzin sitting there like this, like yeah. splayed out on the floor. And then she'll just like... As they're like attacking and doing stuff. Yeah. She, she's attacking uh, you with the limbo the technique. <laughs> oh, so silly. And then every yeah. once in a while, I had some times where they would get like stuck, but like in like way back in the opposite direction. So like, you know, how the okay. capital show would be like off on this side and you have to like oh, go yeah. and travel a ways away to go over there. I had one where somebody was stuck in the opposite corner and Dooku mm. would sit there and take 15 seconds to sprint up to the guy <laughs> to do <laughs> And then go again. <laughs> it was, oh man. Oh, it reminds me of um, Good times. Um, when, when, when Jabba uses his ultimate, it moves the character, doesn't it? And there's a particular map on Hoth, the one that's got the doors in the back. And um, when yeah. Jabba uses his ult, some, sometimes what can happen is the character who uses his ult calls the Rancor into eat. The character will move to behind the doors, so it looks like he's leaving. He's like behind the doors in the background, <laughs> and the Rancor <laughs> eats him. You're like, That's awesome. where, where are you going? Where are you going, buddy? It's just like... <laughs> I've never seen that before. That's awesome. Well, or, or oh, I suppose man, the other one is um, Sith Marauder with his flying lightsabers. They'll just be chilling somewhere. They just stay and yes. stack up. <laughs> yes. You're sitting there on the hollow tables. It's just like spinning lightsabers or someone in the middle. Like, I don't think that's safe. I, I don't uh -huh. I don't think they're supposed to be there. No, I don't. It's, I just it's probably going to destroy something. No. Yeah. 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 I mean, somebody no, could burn themselves no. on those things. Those are dangerous. Quite Where's the health and safety crew? I mean, come on. you got to I mean, worry about those lightsabers. Worse, the astromech, the astromech carrying the drinks uh -huh. might drop them. He's got some cocktails Seriously. on that little hood of his. Like, that's, that's, I would be, you know, and alcohol is flammable, guys. Let's not forget. So we Seriously. could start a fire. It's safety first, always. Safety first. We've never, mm. have they ever, like, done that in Star Wars? Like, had alcohol and lightsabers ignite something? I'm not sure they ever, uh, it's ever been a thing. That's a, that's a missed opportunity because there have definitely been scenes inside bars with lightsabers. Nobody's lit a flaming sambuca with a lightsaber yet. Seriously, that's that's how I, I would do like it. I feel like this is a missed opportunity. Yeah, yeah, it Huge, is. A missed I feel opportunity. like Anakin would have done that a while ago. Like he was on uh, like Naboo with Padme. This feels like a, oh yeah, we show off over here. Let's see what else I can do. This feels I'm like something do, he would um, do. I'm going to commission a Star Wars what if. All right, hear me out, <laughs> General Grievous. The real reason he's coughing is because he's got a cigarette addiction and he lights all his cigarettes with his lightsabers. Mm. He gets like six in his mouth and he just goes, bzz, 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 lights his cigarettes with those. And that's why he's always coughing, you know? And then he dies of lung cancer. That's the real Ooh. thing. He kills all the Jedi. Alternate he kills day. the entire entire Jedi um, uh, council, kills all of them, becomes the ultimate master. But then he realizes in his depressed state that there are no more worlds to conquer. 
and he just slowly succumbs to lung cancer. And uh, it'll it'll be done in a film noir-esque style. You know, it'll be black and white. And um, it'll have some groovy background music. And he's going to have this internal monologue going on. I'm sure that would sell. I got it. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Disney, this, uh, this, uh, hit me up. Correct this. Death sticks. <laughs> ben, ben death correct sticks. This. Death sticks. Yes, yep. not cigarettes, mm-hmm. death sticks. Yes. Yes, yes, he's wanna got a death, death stick sticks. addiction. Yeah, want to buy some death <laughs> sticks? Death it's like, <laughs> no, you want to go to a separatist droid leader. I want to go to a separatist droid leader. <laughs> I'd love that the guy's name. You know his name, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Cause, oh, he's it's got a stupid George fucking Lucas, name. <laughs> George um, Lucas names freaking everybody in these goddamn movies. And that is the Death Stick Man is none other than Mr. Elon Elan yeah Elan Sleezbagano. That's it, Sleezbagano. <laughs> it's like oh, this guy's a sleazebag, so let's put that into his name. He's he's Elan Sleezbagano. <laughs> oh man, so good. God damn. Just, God damn. It's the little things. It's seriously, it's just the little things. I love it. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Oh, man. Uh, shit. Uh, All right. It's, it's what are we? Uh, oh, what yeah. are we talking about? We we, there we is, discussed. I don't even know. We we did we did talk very briefly about Creighton. How uh, you know stuff that's changing there is, is stuff. And then I, I I think I think we touched on raid armies and their short lived nature in the current mm-hmm. raid universe, as it were. And that somehow degraded into. <laughs> Grievous <Bagano>. and Sleeze <laughs> Baganos destroying the Jedi Council and, and getting an addiction and, and, and dying. So I think it's been a successful Done. chat so far. Where are we going next? Easy. I would say so. <laughs> um, I don't know, what do we got? We got Leia. We got all the... Uh, uh, we talked about Leia. We talked about that stuff. Um, we talked about Datacron's uh, set. We touched on those briefly. Uh, we, we, we touched on Datacron's very briefly. Is there any any Datacron sets that in particular that you're building out right now that you're looking to take advantage of? Because I, I feel like this set is not quite as exciting as the last set. But it's got a couple of gems in there. It's got a couple of gems in there. So uh, The stats yeah, are definitely not is, as good. Uh, yeah, it's mostly like the, the Jedi one with the Foresight. Oh yeah, um, you can make monstrous Qui Gon for a couple of those. Mm. Um, you want to be looking at, uh, like we said, the uh, the speed up on basic uh, for the level threes. I think mostly you want to be taking a look for uh, for those. Yeah, that, that um, works out quite well one. for a CLS team in particular. I think it'll work out pretty well on a Momo team as well. You know, because anything that assists, all those abilities yes. are basics on an assist. Giving you speed up Absolutely. is nice. I can't remember. Is there a level six on this new one? Um, I'm just taking a look now. If there's a level six that gives you stacking stats whenever you gain a buff, that would be pretty cool. Um, uh, yeah, I think it was just the uh, the foresight uh, one over uh, there. Okay. The, the rest of the level sixes aren't all that insane. The percent uh, mm, no. uh, or more turn meter damage is reduced by seventy five percent. That one has come in handy every once in a while, but uh, that's yeah. a kind of a hit or miss. You yeah. never know. Will you be above fifty percent turn meter? Or will you not be? That can sometimes come in really clutch, and sometimes can be utterly useless. So it's just it's it it takes control complete. You, you, like the control for that ability is completely out of your hands, which is a bit of a shame. And it doesn't apply to GLs, which are obviously going to be the fastest characters in the game. So the the likelihood of them having right. over fifty percent TM is quite high, right? And so they, I believe, they specifically don't work with GLs, right? 
Owned. Mm, yeah, yeah, because it's if non-galactic legend Jedi allies have 50% yeah. or more turn meter, damage they received is reduced. Because 75% damage reduction is enormous. That's like, you are not it's killing huge. something. Like, you know, because it's just for example, DR. I had seen, you can't mitigate I remember it. like a while ago, they, they had that ability for uh, for rebels. And I remember seeing um, mm-hmm. Calvin Awesome go in one time and then just okay. uh, take his rebels and go and blow some people up and then, you know, piss off uh, Anakin. Anakin has his oh, AOE ready with all the crazy bonus damages and offense from his Qui-Gon. Mm. And he had over 50% turn meter. So Anakin does this big old fucking AOE and then just nothing happens. You're sitting yeah. there like, whoo, 25% damage. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's because so like situationally... if he normally does like 200k, he's going to do 50k. And yeah, that's that's nothing. You know? Well, so, not nothing, but yeah. yeah. Makes a big difference. Situationally can can like come into handy, but it's it's tough to actually rely on, uh, on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, Jedi granting a buff to another ally, gaining 10% turn meter. I think that one could be good, but it's once per turn per ally. So maximum mm. of 10%. So it's not like GMY can just go and pass out 50% turn meter to the entire team. No, if it was no, that, he'll pass then out 10% that would be very strong. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, hell, even, even if the, even if it was maximum twice per turn, so GMY could pass out buffs and you gain 20%. That's pretty significant. It right. feels like 10% is... It's kind of nice, but it's hard to see a situation where that is powerful enough to TM roll, um, which is where the real benefit is, right? And it's kind of a, a choice of why would you take that over something like the damage reduction or the damage increase right. from Foresight? Because, like, I, I'm just thinking, like, the, having having a level 9 Qui-Gon Jinn Datacron there with the foresight because Qui-Gon Jinn passes out foresight. You know, start everybody starts with foresight. That's 10% stacking damage. You kill a unit. Foresight, 10% stacking damage. Anakin getting mad. It's like mm-hmm. he's going to gain 20% stacking damage immediately as soon as you kill Qui-Gon. That's pretty nasty. Now, the problem, I guess, with that is with this Datacron, on defense, Bad Batch still wins, right? It You know, Anakin oh, yeah. stunned. You, you're still going to lose that matchup unless... You've got enough speed that it doesn't matter what your, what speed their echo is, you're going first. But even then, you're kind of hoping that you could deal enough damage to them, right? So it's maybe it's an offensive, maybe it's an offensive datacron set. Maybe that's that's all it is now. Maybe you take Qui Gon Jinn army for offense these days with this particular datacron. Potentially, Shame. yeah. Yeah, because like, the, the Qui Gon uh... Jinn army adding five percent additional damage per relic level across the board with foresight well, and 10 percent damage it's pretty huge well that one is actually one of those ones that you gotta read a little bit closer over because uh, I, I see people uh seeing some wrong things in there so qui-gon okay. Jin himself mm-hmm. deals five percent more damage yep per relic amplifier on all allies present at the start of battle it's not mm-hmm. that he gains that much more offense so he no. doesn't pass that offense out he no. just he himself deals more mm. damage. So when yeah. Anakin, or so when Qui-Gon dies and you, you're depending on Anakin's AoE to kill anybody, all yeah, of those stats increasing. that Qui-Gon yeah. gains does absolutely nothing for Anakin. So it's that's mm. literally just for Qui-Gon. Which is mm. not, mm. I mean, I guess not terrible if you want to use him somewhere else, but for that specific uh, instance, the Qui-Gon Jinn Omicron, that doesn't mm. help him all that much. Which, 
Maybe no, if you like put just, Flygon on a JML team or something like that nice and just have thing. him doing damage. Huh. Because like if he just does more uh, damage per block, yeah. Level, yeah there's the, like, the, the only problem with it, I guess, calling him to assist is that with he's... Um, I, you know what? Strange take here. More so than JML, it's probably better in a JMK team. Because especially if you're taking him on offense, you can raise his mastery as well. Right? Relic what levels targeting. I, well, I I don't actually know, actually. Let me let me check that. <laughs> I, 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 I'm kind of curious. I the, the only reason I say is because the, the majority of the damage that comes out of a JML team is through the inherited teachings ability, which is true damage. And that I right. don't think that damage gets amplified by this Datacron. I'm pretty certain it doesn't. I, I might it, be wrong. I think it would. I really? don't actually oh, okay. know. I, f I feel like it would because it's just it's just damage that they're dealing. Because that would be like that oh. would interrupt with the level six with the foresight as well. Like right, if the if the team was getting foresight, then they would get increased damage with JML's uh, coin. Like correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if that would if that would count at I all. I mean, I feel it would, like de it should, it would definitely increase. It would definitely wording, increase. I don't know because. The, um, it, it it would and it might not is where I'm going to like the true damage yeah, I'm not know. sure if it'll increase but the, the base damage it would definitely increase but unfortunately that damage is reduced by 90% so it doesn't really matter if you're increasing that damage right. I don't know if it impacts the true damage I haven't done any testing yeah I'm it. not sure I need to I need to give that a go and see what happens I'm really curious hmm. now because I, I don't yeah. actually know what, uh, what would happen there so I feel like it should because it's just damage I, I, I that like he's to, dealing. I would very much like to test it. That That's for sure. Yeah. I'd like to test it because that something... changes things quite drastically. Because if you've got yes. like a strong high relic level um, JML team, I mean JML, Relic 9, if you haven't got him Relic 9, get him Relic 9. He's great. Um, him alone, he's adding 40, 45% damage. That That's that's already significant. Uh, let's see. His mastery is accuracy, crit avoidance, and damage. So raising his okay, mastery yeah. in a JMK team, you're raising his damage, which will then get multiplied. I know it's not massive increases, but over time, it could be. But again, you are right. If if his if the inherited teachings true damage gets um, increased by JML, that's definitely the better place for him. Just because, yeah, specifically on offense, but you're not putting JML on defense unless you're a weirdo, right? In my opinion. <laughs> like just, or you're going full seven good on defense because you. Oh yeah, because three v three sucks. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on, uh, MJ in the yeah, chat can test it. Yeah, MJ, test it, test it if if you can. I want some empirical testing. Test it yeah. with and without Datacron. Record how much damage you're doing with the true damage on each attack, and then uh, and then we'll we'll have the answer. Only Smarties have the answer. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, just call mm -hmm. somebody else to assist and call Qui-Gon to assist and see what he's doing. Yeah. Be uh, very curious to see. I, I would, it, like, if it does change inherited teachings, that is so huge. That yes, is so huge if it does. Um, I'm trying to remember. I don't think protection is in Steadfast Resolve, is it? Actually, that wouldn't matter because that, that doesn't increase the... Oh, no, it does increase the damage output of inherited teachings. But I don't think protection is one of the stats there, is it? It isn't. Damn. Oh, in the current uh, in the current data crunch set, no. Because yeah, no, it's all it's gnarly. all very very offensive. Yeah, yeah. Could you, oh could you imagine if that had protection with it? <laughs> like, wow, oh, and and God, that mastery did rude. stack. Uh, sorry, not the mastery, and the damage did stack. That you you could have that. Uh, 
one that, shot uh, that that Qui Gon that Qui Gon Jinn would ramp so heavy, dude. That would be so much fun. Yeah, that would be so one much shot fun. in GLs. Sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. So we've also had the return of it's not the same, but it or is it the same actually? No, it's it's not the same. It's not the same Ayla, but there is a level nine Ayla, Ayla con yes. where she is basically always assisting when another ally uses an ability, and that's that's ev- like. It's not special. Literally, you do a basic Ayla assists. You do a special Ayla assists, and she does more damage. And she stuns whenever she crits. That's not bad. I have a Relic 7 Ayla because I And she has a chance I to call do- an assist. And she does have a chance, which is really, really cool. So she's always going to be assisting. I think she's got like a 50% chance to call an assist as well. Is it 50%? It's, it's something like that. it's like 35 Oh, okay, it might be less than yeah. So she, she's an old character, so yeah, it's it's stupid stuff. It's, it's cool, like the 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 crit chance on her though. That like the chance to stun is a really nifty ability. So I I may well be running my Ayla if I can get one of those level nine crons. But then again, there's no protection on these crons. Maybe I just run her with Qui Gon Jinn, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's really the uh, the tough thing to uh, to say because I mean maybe maybe Ayla and the Qui Gon Jinn team calls an extra assist and does some extra mm. damage and does some things and maybe okay. Frost Water over there maybe she hangs out in office with GMK team you know this has the potential to do some silly things or has the potential to do absolutely nothing. So unfortunately, <laughs> oh, we'll see how it, uh, M- what happens? MJ MJ has has done the testing. The Kron doesn't increase the damage from Qui Gon. Okay, that's well, that's, a, that's a shame. That's a shame. There could have been some fun well, stuff good to there. Know. Yeah, it, no, it's good to know. Unfortunately, Qui-Gon himself, he doesn't deal masses amounts of damage. He, he just... No. He, 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 Anakin is the damage dealer. Cam is the damage dealer in that team. You yeah. know, Anakin's got the AOE big bop that you're going to... You know, your ancestors will feel. Um, and Cam will be that guy that who double taps you for 100k damage a hit. And you're like, oh my god, <laughs> what did this guy eat? He was yeah, really dude. pissed off about the droid attack on the Wookiees. Really pissed off. What about the droid attack on the Wookiees? Mm. Yeah, Cam is scary. That dude slaps. Um, I, I heard people shit on Cam before, and it's just like, you have no idea what you're talking about. Cam is just an absolute monster, and you need to invest harder in this guy because he just yep. is insane. Yeah, Holy now Cam, Cam, Cam is phenomenal. Good. He is... A, I think Cam's biggest issue is Cat. I think Cam got completely overshadowed by Cat being not a Jedi, which I agree makes total sense thematically speaking. She shouldn't be a Jedi, right? But the fact Correct. if if Cam of course, actually was a she wasn't a commander the, either, but you know, no, no, exactly. Like CG's cherry picking their 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 lore, and that's okay. Um, t- technically, at, at that point in season eight, they had to specifically make Rex a commander because Ahsoka had left. The Grand Army of the Republic, and like she could gotcha. not lead the assault on Mandalore. So, Commander yeah. Sokotano at that point was specifically not a commander because Rex yeah. was made the commander for. Anyways, I digress. She was anyways, moving for, on. For, <laughs> former Commander Sokotano, um, exactly. ex-Commander Sokotano. Um, it's it's funny actually. It makes me feel like for for that particular Qui Gon setup, you're probably better off not going with a Qui Gon level nine, but getting the the Ayla level nine and throwing her in with. Qui-Gon. Yeah. So having something like Qui-Gon lead, obviously you need Cam, obviously you need JKA. Throwing an Ayla in there and then having a fifth, 
whoever that happens to be. You can, depends on what you're using with JMK, you might be able to throw in Snips, you might be able to throw in Zaris, you, uh, you, you know, you've got options there for a Qui-Gon team. Right. That's probably actually a better use of that particular Kron than having the Qui-Gon level 9, I think. I, I actually think, think that's like probably the, yeah. the case. Especially because, hey, check this out, dude. His job is to die. He, yeah, his job is to die and, and power up his characters. But but check this out. Because the Qui-Gon's benefit, when he dies, he only passes... Is it like you you deal 100% damage the next turn or something like that? It's uh, Sorry, it's a limited amount it's of like turns. two turns, yeah. Yeah, you get yeah. a limited amount of turns. So if you've got Ayla always assisting... And she's slow. Yeah. She's going to have that damage increase on more attacks than she would organically have. And she could yeah. call additional assists, like we said. So you could actually increase the, the amount of benefit you gain out of Qui-Gon Jinn's sacrifice. Oh, I'm not yeah. saying it's top tier Kron, but oh, it's no. a nice Bad to have. And it beat could... it, but still. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm undecided now. It may well be something I keep for offense, or it's something that you hide on the back wall. And hopefully they, you know, right. you put out some other bad batch, like having Adrad on the front wall, trying to draw out bad batch, you know, right. and then hiding Quaker in the back. It might work. You never know. Uh, interesting oh, yeah. times though. That's this is the part of Datacrons that I like. It adds a, it adds a layer of strategy to your game, not only in how you play, but also, you know, do you take something for defense? Do you say take something for offense? How do you position? your defensive team's front wall and back wall to try and draw out specific counters to make your opponent trip right. up. I like that about Datacrons, you know? So, And that's, I think, was the original real intent with things. Because honestly, without Datacrons, GAC would be stale as fuck. It, 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 would, it would just be would. the same counters, the same teams, the same everything. <laughs> they would need to keep pushing out new characters and new teams at a rate to keep things interesting that none of us would ever be able to keep up with. So Datacrons being yeah. a stand-in for that and changing the meta and everything, I, I appreciate that that's what they were going for. Sometimes the implementation is shit, sometimes the implementation is just an absolute joke, and sometimes they implement really well, and... I, when it's I mean, little stuff like this and it's interesting things, I'm all for it. Let, let's let's be honest. I don't think anybody in the world wants to see the return of the Lord Vader evasion no cooldown oh, crumb error, right? That's that's hey hey prime you example got a force crush of and cancer. Actually, you got a force crush, <laughs> and hey, how about a force crush? And you look like you could use a force crush. So how about a force it, crush and maybe another it, force crush with your force crush? It's like oh, you're, you're facing Lord Vader. Okay, yeah, that's great. Oh, he's hit ultimate. I'm sorry. Would you like to be ability blocked for the rest of the battle? Yeah. <laughs> Do you like basics? Because that's all you're doing. <laughs> like, Enjoy your ability blocks. It's like, I, and the th the stupid thing about that error was like you could you could face a Lord Vader, and you could kill all the ads, and you'd be left with a lone Lord Vader, and there's nothing in your roster that can actually kill it. Because he's got no cooldowns, he's going to ability block yep. you out the wazoo. You're just going to miss all your attacks, or you'll have health steal and just heal all the way back up. It was obnoxious, absolutely obnoxious. Absolutely there was wild. just too too many too many small things added up to make that data. Like I believe I checked it. Lord Vader at that time of that datacron had something like a every counter had about a thirty percent win ratio against him. Thirty percent chance. Nothing has come close to being that difficult to beat. It's just, oh God, it was disgusting. However, not I, all data concepts are that cancerous. You know? Yeah. Sometimes it's good. 
sometimes it's good um and you know and even that oh, data actually, crunch set using it on offense mm. and like using mara to just sit there and just like oh, yeah. throw some grenades and then throw some grenades and then throw some grenades and or, then throw or just, some grenades or just hop and stun <laughs> so and hop silly. and stun and hop and stun and hop yeah. and stun and hop and stun and hop and stun yeah. and hop and stun mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like okay great so you're not taking a turn <laughs> i had actually in uh, one 3v3 i had used that team in order to kill it was a uh, somebody put down all of the all of their GLs on defense, so all seven of them I had to get through, and they yeah. put down a slacker Daka zombie, mm-hmm. and I was like, I have nothing left to kill this fucking team. So what I ended up doing was I threw EP Mara and then Shore Trooper, so I had a pre taunt. So slacker did his okay. uh, did his stun, and oh, then yeah. on I sure. sat yeah. there with with Mara did her. Uh, did her middle for the tenacity down for the sun and everything, and then sat there throwing bombs the entire damn time. I wasn't <laughs> able to kill Daka because I kept on moving turn meter and I kept on uh, powering her up. But oh, Slacker she was is immune chunkier. to stagger. Yeah, Slacker is immune to stagger though, so I couldn't uh, I couldn't reduce his turn meter. So it took like three or four minutes, but eventually I killed Slacker <laughs> and then timed out the battle because so Daka, Daka was unkillable at that point. Yeah. And, uh, and but when Daka you've got seven GLs, you, you, don't, you don't care. Like, who cares about a leaderless yeah. Daka team that can't revive anything? Oh, yeah. It's like, all right. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So we're sitting there like, okay, we, we made it through. So little stuff like that was opened up because of those silly crons. But they also had those absolutely cancerous... Uh, interactions on defense with lord vader and just mm. sitting there force crushing you and blood yeah. blocking you to oblivion and i mean please darth vader could do it again. as well right like he could infinitely staying merciless massacre you go merciless massacre force crush yes. basic merciless massacre force crush basic oh and, my god like he was killing gls easily because there's you can't like you once he takes a turn that's it you're unless i i, I remember actually I, I think one of those sets tenacity was one of the stacks so there were people that were starting modding their ray for like 200% tenacity. So you'd go in thinking, oh yeah, my Vader's going to kick ass here. And they'll be like, resist. You're like, ah. Oh. And now you can't reduce your cooldowns. You're like, ah, shit. <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. it, like stuff like that, I, I don't like. When it's that powerful and that impactful, that entire GACs are dictated by, can you beat this one cron, this one team? I don't like. When it's something that's a little bit broader, a little bit more general, and doesn't turn a team into just absolute horrendous levels of mind-numbingly dumb shit, then it's okay. Like, I'm not super on board with the 300-400% defense sets that we've got right now. Timeouts are not cool. But it could be worse. It could be worse. Yeah. But we have the armor pen now to deal with all of that crazy defense. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I've have actually characters like Slacker who infinitely stack, right? Uh, yeah. Right? yeah, I mean that's mm-hmm. what's what's this Slacker business you're talking about again? Uh, I don't yeah, know. I mean, it's, it's a oh, I'm sorry, guys. It's, Wolfie it's has left the chat. Urban He's, yeah, I don't know what happened. He just disappeared. <laughs> I, I've heard. Uh, yeah, his status has turned into a little bitch. No, okay, I'm joking. Um, it, it's a, it's I, an urban legend. <laughs> I, I, I don't know it what is, you're talking yeah. about. It's a myth. Cra- it's crazy. A myth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I actually 100%. in this latest set organically no re-rolls rolled a cron up to level eight that has got what would be one two three four five 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 out of the six stat rolls all landed on offense i was like whoa 
So it's got like 52% additional offense on it. I'm like, that's Bro. a significant bump, bump in that's, offense. Like, that's not too that's shabby. Offense. So um, I'm taking that one to, to nine. Uh, no, it's already at nine. Sorry. It's it's a Jedi one. It's got the Ezra level nine. I want to re-roll the Ezra to be probably Ayla now at this point because I'm right. not too enthralled by the Qui-Gon one. I, and I'll throw this on my um, on my Qui-Gon team. So it'll have like 50% offense and I'm going to re-roll the level one stats into armor pen so I can get maybe up to 80 to 100% armor pen with 50% offense, stacking damage on the foresight and Ayla assisting every every turn. That's going to be pretty good, I feel. That's going to... Have, have you got any... Oh, like, yeah. An, any sexy crons from this set? Um, I have not gone super hard on the crons yet. I've been just been trying to finish going through conquests, so I'm I'm Ooh, not yeah. I'm not done yet. I'm at the second mm. last box, so I'm almost at red crate. Same. Got a few more things to go, and then this week I'll be going hard in the uh, the crons. So I have, I have a couple level sixes, yep. a couple of uh, you know lower level ones, but I have not gone I think super crazy I hard. Two in days. The yet. I, I'm I'm two days away from red boxing right now, so I, I'm I'm actually I'm I'm one key away from gold box, but the thing is, is okay. I've got like I've got one, two, three, four feet. That all, uh, sorry, three feats that give 15 key cards each that I'm going to be done with tomorrow. So I mean, that that's, you It'll know, it's like I've got a yeah. bunch of them. I'll do that and I'll just be like, right. <laughs> and then in, and then the day yeah. after I'll red box because I'm that close on a bunch right. of the big, big feet payouts. And after that, it's full send on Datacrons. Um, right. I don't know about you. I do, I do six refreshes on Conquest at the moment to try and push through. I think it's the only way I can try and stay in Kyber 1 is by having datacrons because I'm only a little boy. I don't have slacker, Wolf. I don't know if you know this, but I don't have slacker. Whoa! I'm Hold on. a GL down in Kyber One's heart. I was invited onto a podcast with a Swiggo streamer who does not have slacker. I feel cheated. I feel like I'm... Am, am I dealing with a fraud over here? Oh, my God. Can you even call yourself a Swiggo streamer? Dear God. Hold subscribe. on. I thought I knew let's, you. Let, 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 let's pedal this back. You're a, you're a co-host. You're not invited. You're a co-host on the Tribe Talks. Um, well, but thank yes, you, good, absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. Well, yes. Yechid, Yechid, Prost, Skol, uh, all that. Uh, I hope you're drinking at home. Yamas! Unless, unless you are driving going. to work and listening to this podcast, then please, please don't drink at this time. Drink water, not alcoholic beverages. I am the slacker, and then Bane. Once I am. you get to work, then what? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what hip flasks were made for. Unless you operate heavy it machinery. What you do? <laughs> yeah, see, I, I currently, currently, my current job, I operate heavy machinery, so we are not doing any sort of uh, any of that stuff. But my it's first job out of college, my my boss may or may not have had a bottle of whiskey in his uh, in his desk drawer for particularly trying conversations with vendors <laughs> um, so there would be very frequently where we'd be sitting there on a conference call and then you'd just be like all right fuck it and put, put, uh, pick up the glasses and pick up the, uh, the bottle of whiskey and be like all right well, i guess this is happening i mean for for a number of years i worked as a, a cocktail mixologist in a nightclub so i would make cocktails and that job more or less requires you to be drunk the whole time it's yeah, pretty much. It's just one of the to transition to an. I mean, come on. I, I, I hate those guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, 
you know, like like having having to do that sober, you know, it's not not easy. The transition from doing that into an office job was it was interesting. Coming into work and people were like, why do you smell like booze? I was like, why don't you smell like booze? Um, <laughs> yes, one of those things. Is that a rhetorical I guess. question or? <laughs> yeah. So like, you know should we go down the pub? Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so yeah, oh, fun times, shit. fun times. I'm definitely going to build out an Aelacron. Like I was originally going Qui-Gon, but then, you know, reading into it and thinking more about it, I definitely think Aelacron is the better fit for a Qui-Gon yeah. team. Because I, I think that's where the now damage that we is know. Yeah. Now that we know how that's working, and if yeah, like like you were saying, if you have a slow Ayla with lots of offense, and she's getting called to assist mm. all the time on that uh, on that team, oh, yeah. and she's uh, extending the whole damage threshold when uh, you know when you're there, then absolutely. So you you, you want like a, a balance of offense, crit chance, and potency on Ayla. So because when she yes. crits, she'll stun, but it's it's not an irresistible stun. So you want a bit of potency. So yeah. Balancing that, like, I, I'm in the position... The reason in particular I'm doing it is because I'm in the position of I have a Relic 7 Ayla, which I know a lot of people won't, but it's because way back when, when the first Aelacron came out, I was like, that looks like so much I'm fun. I'm right there it, with you, buddy. It was, oh, it was so, so much fun. fun. Like, oh, it was I, a great data cron. It, it was just oh, like, man. okay, so I go, uh, Ayla takes a turn, and now you don't get to take a turn for the rest of the battle. <laughs> I'm just going to do this. Literally. Turn two of JML, he would ult. Turn two. <laughs> it was just like, yeah. Able to <laughs> kill Lord Vader before he took a turn. Yeah. You could oh, just yeah. like, because that was also the same time they had the 25% turn meter for light mm-hmm. side. So yep. JML would just go and then he would start things off. And then you just like, you would play it out very carefully with using using the specials and using the call to assists and using the coin, using the everything. And you could actually time it out. So you could kill Lord Vader before they actually even got a turn. Yeah. And you're sitting there like, bye-bye. Yeah. And it was And a pr- it was pretty so soon you, you, you can kill Lord Vader before you've killed his support, right? So it would just be like yes. a bunch of support with, with no GL. And you're like, well, you yeah. guys suck. <laughs> yeah, it was, so. it was glorious. Uh, it was, oh, but it, that was one of those things where it played like shit on defense. So you needed to yeah. use it on offense in order to get the fullest benefit out of it. So mm-hmm. like crons mm-hmm. like that, I'm all for. Because that's something yeah. where like the AI is dumb and they don't know what they're doing. And then like the person on offense can actually make use of it. I think that works out a lot better for the uh, for the balance of things. And yeah. keep things more interesting and really encourages you to use those crons on offense and build them to mm-hmm. enjoy them and have fun with them rather than build them to have 400% defense and slap it on uh, your Java and say, haha, fuck you, have a good time. Yeah, yeah, it's like, like yeah, I, okay. I, I enjoy you, that a lot. You build up two of those, you've got your Jabba, you've got your Lord Vader. If you've got Reaver, you throw Reaver with Maul and Grand Inquisitor. Maybe you throw Seventh, yeah. maybe you throw Royal Guard in that team. You have those two teams and you're like, good luck. If you can chew through them, maybe you can get a win, but the rest of it doesn't matter. And And, and that's... I went three and zero last week. I'm not proud of it. Nice, but you know it's because it's of stuff nice. like that. You're not it's, proud it's of be- it, yeah. And I'm not <laughs> proud of it. But if something works, you use it, right? It's like I'm going to be a but not yeah. Taking a 400% defense data, I don't have a four. I've got like 250, right? But taking that sort of right. thing on offense is not going to give you good banner wins. It doesn't. 
It just means you definitely win, right? Putting it on defense means your opponent has to hit their head against the wall trying to counter it. Um, so, yeah. And what they really and needed to know, Wolfie, the, 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 real, the real secret source was people needed to start taking in their EP Starkiller against Jabba. That's what they needed Ooh. to do. They didn't realize. Ooh. They didn't realize they Ooh. needed that spicy take, baby. They needed it. So you spicy. know we did it. I'm so yeah, glad. I'm so glad I started doing that. Oh my god, I mm. picked that up from Scribe, and it just went so 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 well. It's, it's oh, a man. nice. I think I had to one do. time it failed. Other otherwise, mm. it was great. Well, I, mean, I think that was actually it, my the... mistake. Oh, I was gonna say like that... there's always that 15 percent chance that no matter what your potency is that Santi resists the shock on the first turn. And that can, like, immediately stop the counter. It can. Not always, but it can, right? And there's nothing you can do to outmod or out-strategize that stuff happening. But other than that, it's quite quite reliable. What I, I did I wrong is I, I brought too much crit damage, actually. So I landed I the shot. I landed all, all that stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but so this is this is like one of those weird, weird, weird like mechanics things with how uh, how this works. I needed the beer for this actually. Hold on a second. <laughs> I mean, the, you you know it's serious business when Wolfie's like, oh, hold yeah. on, I need a oh, yeah. before we get into this, no. I need to crack open a brewski. Because thermals thermals are fucking weird. Thermals do percentage health damage, yeah, based on like the, the percentage health of like the person that they're on. So I'm I'm sitting yeah. there and. I have thermals on me, and they're doing damage based off of my percentage health. But yeah, thermals can crit. Can they? Yes. I had no idea. And when and when thermal detonators crit, they don't do they don't calculate the crit damage based off of the person who put down the thermal. They do crit damage based off of the person oh. that they're blowing up. So the fact that you had a load of crit damage increased the damage of the thermal detonators when they crit. Yes. So my star that's... killer blew the fuck up. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. That is brutal. <laughs> I still managed to get it down to just Java and Kersantan somehow, so I was able to clean it oh up. Oh my days. But it just they just it, yeah. It, it just it was like one second he was there and then the next second he was just gone. <laughs> and yeah. it was it was no bueno um so yeah it's that, one of those weird like mechanics things but uh yeah they're thermals so are kind of interesting fun. that's that's a double bubble because one i didn't realize thermals could crit i always assumed because it was a yes. percentage based effect that it would always it almost like true damage right it's just always going to be a non-crit and i didn't realize that it also scaled off your own crit damage yeah. when that happens it's that is it's the weirdest weirdest thing but I guess it's easier to like track the thermals are on the person rather than yeah. who the thermal was applied by. I mean, I'm just thinking like game mechanics. Mm. If, like, imagine like coding it to track who applied each thermal and their crit yeah, damage as opposed I mean, to the person the thermal is on and their crit damage. Like, like that sounds we've, a lot we've all seen it in in Conquest. You know, when you've got stuff like um, thermal exhaust and caustic emissions yeah. and volatile accelerator, you, if you stack those up enough, the game slows the fuck down because oh, it's like, hang on, God. there's too much shit going on here. If it also had to track who put that datacron on, uh, who put that thermal detonator on, what is their crit damage? How does that apply the damage here? Yeah. For each instance, of that, that's just adding another layer of calculation for the engine to take on. 
and it would probably crash things very successfully. Yeah. So, um, yeah, sometimes you need something something simple, something easy. I can see Carthrick is in the chat. Carthrick. This the motherfucker. This, this fucker over here. Yeah. Let me talk about you this fucker. You think you know a guy. You think you know, but apparently work trips are more important than tribe talks. Karth, we had whale questions earlier and we needed you, and there was no mm. whale to answer said mm. questions. We had to outsource mm. to chat, Karth. Karth, you've been replaced by chat. Exactly. Wolfie <laughs> and I have descended into a drunken stupor in your absence, Karth. This is what you've done to us. I've got to get up for like oh, seven, yeah, six yeah. in the morning to go to the gym, and I'm cracking through beers right now at 10 to 10. That's not a good idea. I pr- I probably have a stream in a couple hours, so yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> oh, it'll, it'll be great, Wolf. It'll be top tier stream. Oh yeah, you could always show Should up. Should be now. a good time. Catherine, you can't show up late and take all the credit, but you're more than welcome, obviously. Oh yeah, <laughs> but then we've been bullshitting. Yeah, yeah we're, we're still here. We're still here. Happy up, Garth. Happy up. Come on, buddy. Come join the stream. I'll give you a little bit of a tickle. Um, <clears throat> so totally lost, lost a train of thought there. Tackle. A slap and tickle. Yeah. Um, yeah, these things happen. They they do. They also, do. a wild card is into the chat. Oh, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I need to change my screen. Because if we've got multiple people with multiple things and Carthrick is here, then I need to uh, I need to go to this screen. What the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> Carthrick, you're not on camera. <laughs> we got double Wolfie. Uh, yeah, we hold go. on a second. I'm people want to see your beautiful face. I'm adding appropriate lighting. Mm. Oh, oh! I, I hope it's like uh, I hope it's like stripper lighting. That's kind of what my oh, yeah, background need, is like, right now, actually. We need mood lighting. Uh, am I? I do I have green. stripper lighting? Hang on. I I feel like I'm not centered enough in this. Let's do that. Now I'm centered. <sighs> hey, Karth, how you doing, buddy? How was your traveling? You all right? Oh, fine. It was it was it was uneventful. It was just boring because a lot of it's a one lane road and. Oh, okay. like to speed in the passing lanes and go slow in the normal travel. So, yeah, th- those are the people you flip off. So it's okay. Don't worry about it. So, Karth, you've missed yeah. most of Tribe Talks, but we have discussed the following I... topics on our imaginary agenda. We have oh, talked yeah. about the new data set. We've talked yeah. about the changes to the raid system, the good and the bad, because there are good and there are bad. I'm wondering what your takes are on changes to the raid system. And we've also talked about some other bullshit, I think. Yes. There was something funny we discussed as well. It was, it was really That's what really always hilarious. happens in this game, though. Lots of bullshit. There was layer requirements. There was a bunch of stuff. I'm, like, low-key yeah. curious to see what the Lobot re- rework is. Because I love yep. that this is coming out of left field of, like... Man. They're like, oh, um, yeah, we're going to make Lobot, Lobot work. And I'm like... I mean, about time. You know, especially since you're going to require no. them. But I'm like... No. Still. No, no, no. Lobot should and is and should forever be a meme. Nobody gives a fuck about Lobot outside of Earth, guys. They, nobody cares about Lobot. I there's don't still, want to there's use still Lobot. Trash character, there's trash characters still in the, in, the, in the game that they haven't required for anything yet that they'll, Look, they'll come up with. They, 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 for, for there to be good characters, there has to be a Lobot. All right? Yes. That's I the mean, only way we get good characters. Listen, I think, I think Lobot was still better in-game like nichely speaking than Jedi Consular. So I think Jedi Consular is still the bottom of the barrel. The only advantage Jedi Consular has is the fact that its ship 
is amazing. He's got a ship. When it's high relic, so good. that special does so much damage. Greatest ship like, ever. It's like we're talking about. Okay, so I've got a dirty nickel, or I've got a dirty whatever, whatever other low low denominator currency in in America's uh, economy. I don't know. Penny, dime, pennies. You have pennies. Sure. Okay. We have pennies. It's, yeah. Like we're talking low ball here. Does anybody even care? Like, I mean, consular no, is, no. is a different pickle, right? I yeah, didn't even I mean, realize that America had pennies. I thought that was a UK thing. No, we got a, we got pennies, what? dimes, nickels, quarters, half dollar. Then we have one dollar coins, and then and then we go to bills after that. Then it goes to bills. You've also got one dollar, you've got two one dollar, dollar notes dollar, as well, haven't you? Huh? Yeah. You got one dollar yeah. notes as well. They're, yeah, they're, one dollar notes. We yeah. call them bills, but yes, bills yes. like Bill Clinton's. <laughs> you got one dollar like, Bill yes, Clinton's. Exactly. Yeah. The they, in the UK, there's there isn't uh, not anymore. I think there used to be a long time ago, but there isn't a a one pound note. There used to be a very long time ago. Um, but yeah, we, there, we that's only two dollars. We have two dollar. Uh, yeah, but those are like those are like <laughs> only on special like demand. Like you can get them yeah. from a bank, but they don't. They're not massively used in circulation. Hmm. They're more oh, yeah. like things that you use for special occasions as gifts or something like that like i still have a two dollar note in my wallet for my high school graduation for my oh my god from i still why do you have that bill in 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 your oh is it signed yeah class of 2009 <laughs> yeah and then it has the the unique portrait on the back of it oh cool you should frame that mm -hmm. shit keep it up in your wall I should. I'm surprised it survived so well in my wallet this long. The only that main crease is kind of get, starting to give out, but Aww. it has sentimental value, which is why I don't do anything with it. Well, exactly. I got stuff like that. But anyway, Karth, you're low-key curious yep. about Lobot rework. Do you think he's going to be in the GL layer team? Oh, yeah. They said he was. Okay. Did they? Did they? Didn't they uh, say that in the announcement that they were gonna they were requiring Lo Lobot for and um, doing the rework as a? Well, no, they said requiring Lobot, inferred, and he's getting a rework. I, I guess I rework inferred because rework to me. Means oh yeah, we're inferring. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. No. rework rework in my head is a complete overhaul like Mace got versus a touch up, which is like what Death Trooper got when Moff Gideon came out. And so, in my head, they're going to rework Lobot as a as a other character to mm -hmm. again pr push the point that they don't want to break a CLS up squad for Leia to be functional. Uh, well, we were talking about this a, earlier. That's a fair enough point. We're wondering. Mm. I say we're, we're we're wondering if like that rework may not be more akin to Mob Enforcer and less akin to Royal Guard because well, Royal Guard became good and was on Lord Vader team. And Mob Enforcer is just kind of a meme still. Well, yeah, so, that's well. The thing is, it, too, though, is that they they that was always going to be how it played out, though, because of what was available in Hot Cartel. Like she still for, does well there, but she's just sake not. Here, so, so just for semantic sake here, because you raised the, you raised something then, Karth, that we hadn't considered actually, is that did they say with Gamma Guard and Mob Enforcer that they were getting a rework or an update? Because uh, those are two very rework. different things. I would have to go back to look. Well, because I mean, it was they did a complete rework on both of. Well, I would say 
Gamorrean Guard think... would be the strongest form of touch-up I could give him. They're more of a touch-up, Because yeah. Yeah. Gamorrean Guard, was they added the unique, but the, everything else was just changing the lingo to Hut Cartel in his kit versus being like his the unique added all the the real potency to it mm-hmm. gam uh mob enforcer was a complete rework i mean they brand new grievous art, got brand a new full abilities rework. who grievous grievous had grievous. a full yeah. rework like his yeah. ability yeah, names changed and yeah, so did everything May, so did, so did Va- uh darth vader yeah um, they, they they try to distinguish uh from touch kit touch-ups like when snips got some 501st touch-up to her kit to when gas right. came out or Touching when the snips, imperial okay. the the imperial remnant stuff came out and they touched up some of the characters like the stormtrooper and death trooper got touched up to have some synergy with those factions um mm-hmm. they try to separate what those are to to give players an idea of how much is being changed with that. But I mean, like the thing thing with mob enforcer, no matter how hard you reworked her, unless they wanted her to be the fifth, there was going to be no way to ever make her the best fifth possible and give it to us for free. So it's like, she does make a decent fifth. If you have no investment in any of the other hot cartel, but you know, it's like, you're kind of most of the way there. If you have all your GLs in play, but I mean, like if you didn't have Embo, Boba Fett would be still better. Like, and he's an executor, right? But if you didn't have Executor, like I'm just saying, like Mm -hmm. Mob Enforcer is required for Jabba's requirements. It gives you the team of five. She makes a decent placeholder while you're building up that a better fifth. But the sure. fifth is always situational. That's been the argument since the day he's come out. The best fifth for for Jabba is always situational on the Datacron in yeah. play. So like sometimes the Gamorrean guards want Embo. Yeah, yeah. Gamorrean guards making a resurgence because if you get him like seven, eight, nine relics, he makes the team really hard to kill. Um, because they're just so freaking thick. They're not impossible, but it's just harder versus having like mm-hmm. Lando there. So. So the current set is favoring back to more defense, but when there was like the when the Jabba had his original Kron, there was a case for Mob Enforcer and CAD to be there. Um, if you modded them for like a lot of speed or a lot of tenacity, so that way when they use their special their basics, they're healing the team the entire time. Sure. So you like there was certain things you could exploit, but the main teams that countered them would still counter them. It just started cutting off the lower the lower options and so anyways that was kind of the gotcha. the where so it was but going they, full yeah. circle then you're thinking lobot is definitely featuring in gla i mean yeah, Lo- yeah. lobot drogan um will be part of the probably the main three and that's who we will use for 3b3 um i'm assuming drogan's probably gonna end up being the tank um because i, I <laughs> rebels really don't unless they want to go all offense yeah. which is you know kind of what that sounds like they're saying from her it, from it what just, we know about her kit they they said she's defensively not great but offensively this is what they're inferring anyway offensively she's yeah. a powerhouse defensively maybe she's not going to hold that great so maybe they don't need kind a tank of, maybe it's like a cls yeah. team doesn't need a tank well you're yeah. gonna have to have some way to protect your allies getting to your your alt or whatever the heck they want to use for her you're gonna to have to have some way to either stealth or or force a mark on somebody to take fire you know it's like you that's, mark that's you why mark an ally, but they also there. gain damage immunity well yeah i mean again i'm hoping we'll see what 
we'll see what happens. Yeah, R2 actually makes a lot of sense to be on that squad too. Because he, does, he yeah. needs a home yeah. desperately. Yeah. Um But yeah, I, I'm I'm interested to see what the rest of it plays out to be. But um Are we thinking um Drogon's coming out this coming week? Next week, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It needs to, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's it doesn't make sense for them to release the requirements in totality and not have him show up quickly. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because if they want to launch um, Leia by the end of uh, or the, by the by we were saying, what do you think? End of October or like no, end of September. September? End of September. End of September. End of September. Yeah, yeah we will. We That's will, what we're still like leaning towards. End of September. If we if they do it the same way they did last time, Drogon should be just hitting shipments by the time GL Leia comes out. Because GLs mm -hmm. to them they treat differently because the event's always available. So if you weren't going to wail on unlocking the character through marquee packs, then it doesn't matter when the when the character releases. You would never have been ready until you were you could farm the character. Mm -hmm. So and they I, don't. I'll care. be honest. I don't. I don't even mind that. I don't even mind. No. Because it, like I, planning your farms around legendary release cadence, like Grand Inquisitor or Jedi Knight Cal, right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like having to to if if you know you're not going to make the first one. Planning to finish your hard farm yeah. nodes by a certain unknown time, we can make some assumptions because usually it's either a three or a six month cadence. Usually, with CG, right? I'd right. I'd rather them have everything go immediately into the journey guide and release release them earlier, even if it means that they're only available to whales. I like I I prefer that setup than having <laughs> than having a a cadence. That's just me there. And I'm not a whale. I don't. I don't whale on yeah. new marquees or shit like that. For me, if, as long as as long as it's the same pattern, I don't really care. But they've mm -hmm. set up a, a a pattern with the with legendary releases that go to the journey guide and, and return every you know basically 120 days every th somewhere between the three to four month mark. The characters the, the event returns. I'm fine with that as long as they keep the same mantra yeah, they, the same which is but they don't <laughs> everything is farmable well they have mm -hmm. with every legendary release everything say that to gi say that to gi say that to malik well they have okay almost always and All then right. there's the one or in, two in, in, the, re in <laughs> yeah. the regards to recurrence i agree that's i don't know why that was made up an issue but mm. Uh, what I'm talking about is the requirements. Everything is always oh, farmable prior to launch, which is what I yeah. like. I like that that's the cadence they set because it it takes some pressure off of the spending because you don't have to wail on everything mm -hmm. through marquee packs to be ready day one. You can shipment farm the last couple of characters and then farm the first couple because they're going to be in the, they're going to be out long enough. It gives you a reliable thing to plan on versus like the you know, the way the GLs are headed now it's like if you want to be at the top of the spear and you want to be going you have to invest day one as quickly as possible like I was looking at this going like okay I thought I had like two months for Leia I might have five weeks like and yeah. so it just changes how you interact with that because it's like Princess Kinesia can probably farm by the time she well, she's live, she's probably going but... farmable in a week or two now, right? Yeah, yeah. shouldn't be too much well, longer. Well, no, we she just, just had shipments last week. She well, yeah, but she just oh, had shipments right. last week. 
So she's got a, she's got at least two more weeks before she okay. finds her way into into farmable, unless they expedite that a little bit. Three weeks is typically the smallest window, and five weeks being mm -hmm. the longest window for that. Um, so I could I could probably farm most of her, but I won't farm her in time. I'll have to shipment farm some of it just to get caught up. But mm -hmm. with Scout, Scout will probably hit like two weeks before Leia goes live into you shipment, and then like. Scouting. Yeah, and then Drogon will be like, you, when she um, goes live. Yeah, hmm. yeah, because yeah, I think Karth is... You're already hoarding energy, aren't you, Karth? Yeah, yeah, I'm up to like 5k now. I need like 10k to unlock her day one, and then it'll take me about a week of refreshes to get through her alt. Crazy bastard. You and your preloaders. Son of a bitch. <laughs> well, you I'll be honest to you, the... The reason Seriously, why I did so it was like, because they had the, the they had the thousand energy in that Galactic Legend upgrade kit or the oh, Galactic okay. upgrade kit or whatever it was. They had a thousand energy in that, and I was like, oh, that's just too that's just too easy to to pass up on. And so it's like I just got that going, so that's ready. And then between now and then, and the like the weekly packs that give the two hundred energy, mm. and then everything else, I net roughly about a thousand energy a week um in that okay. so i should by the time she shows up i should have enough energy yeah, to unlock you'll have 10K her at least when you yeah yeah day one and then from there it'll we'll see what happens okay so who do you think is going to be the remaining characters We're, like i think everybody is agreed that drogon is going to be basically hard required for leia he's been built for leia yeah they've already pender as that we're thinking you, Lobot, god damn, fucking Lobot, dude. Two more, two more. He's a requirement. It's like it's kind of like a. It's it's not the worst thing in the world if they're going to require him and then and utilize him. He's like, a requirement. It's it. an R three requirement though. It's like, yeah, which means you, so you're going to take him four more levels at least. <laughs> like yeah, I stopped at R five uh, when I was upgrading him yesterday, okay. or when the announcement came out. Whenever that was, that was Friday. Yeah, Friday. I stopped, yeah, two days but ago. I stopped at R five for now. Um, because I don't know, like I said, I don't know if he's going to be for sure mm. the, uh, the guaranteed uh, character for that slot. R5 is still a good slot, regardless, you know, because you, you've got full use set of Datacrons at R5. Yeah. Um, so post-rework, maybe even if he doesn't go with GLA, maybe he fits in somewhere else, maybe with a droid team or something. I don't know. Um, we just don't know what's going to happen with him. So... Yeah, I, I get it. But who do you think? Who do you think for others? Because it sounds like, based on the release, that it's definitely Rebel-based. Um, because I know, post-chatting with Gerbil, that Gerbil was thinking that maybe she'll have some Ewok synergy. Um, but it looks like she's definitely Rebels, not Ewoks. Oh, they, they already, they, we already knew that she would be Rebels anyways because of her base that they leaked when, in the initial announcement. Because it only said Rebel allies. They pretty much leaked the majority of her basic well, on it. They they well they also hid some of the basic too right so they could have yeah, done something in there but it could have yeah sure if you wanted to hope on it but it's it's quite clear that they were it was a rebel GL they're just mm. using this as an opportunity to to pump out more lifter units because they need to I mean that's where CG's at is they're they've been in this mode for like a year now of mm. building a fifth character that lifts a faction into being meta viable. Um, and then maybe like meta dominant with the Datacron set, you know. So that's been the track mm. that they've been on for a little while. It makes a lot of sense for them to be doing that. 
Um, but that's literally why three out of the four marquees for Leia are, are not even for her. She's not going to use Rex. She's not going to use no. Kinesa. She's not going to use Scout. No. You know, so no, she's- Drogon's the only the only option. It definitely feels like um, this GL release is very, very deliberately tied into the Endor raid mm-hmm. because it's giving us it's giving us units that are specifically required and designed, it sounds like. I mean, let's not say designed because the abilities get swapped out for the raid, but it, it, they're giving us characters with the factions that get used in the new raid, right? So you've got an Ewok, you've got an Empire, right. you've got a Rebel. So it's like, it feels like it's more about prepping people for the raid than it is about building up her team. So building up her team is obviously almost certainly going to be separate. So Drogon definitely. I'm yeah. hoping R2. I'm really hoping R2 goes in a team. R- R2 makes a lot of sense. Relegate would be nice. Yep. For just yes. a, a little, side a of little touch up on R2. Oh, I mean, that would be nice. He just, all he really needs for touch up to be like, a much bigger staple on her team is just having his unique um have him gain more to just to be a duro like have r2 be like a subtle like super tank with just like he gains 25 percent max health and defense and offense yeah. and protection for every gain tag more, pass out more. and then yeah pass 100%. out you know you know 50 percent of his new stats or whatever else ends up being and then just let it be bonkers, and then that helps bolster the team. But I mean, just at this make the point, numbers you know, relevant to this game. Yeah, yeah, and that sure. and I would be fine with that. It's hard to say what the other rebel is going to be though, because it, without knowing her kit, it's hard for me to tell you what's going to synergize the best with those particular things. Um, and we don't I know. Think the they rebel. almost want that to be that way. Like they yeah. said, this is an offense-based GL. That means that the fifth or the the fourth or whatever that you're taking in is not going to be a set lineup. It means that the fifth or fourth or whatever you're taking in is going to change based on your target. So sometimes yeah. you're going to want to have an extra damage dealer. Sometimes you may want to have somebody an extra debuffer. Maybe you want to have somebody who has like this extra utility over over there. Maybe someone with a call yeah. to assist. Maybe something you know who can dispel. You know, they're they're. That fifth spot will be, you know, plug and play based on who you need to kill if this is an offensive based GL. So I, yeah. I don't think this is going to be a, this is the one best character in every situation no, for this person yeah. to use. It's going to be, what the hell are you taking down? Okay, well, now let's talk. Yeah, 100%. Because the, the only thing they expressed in the post on Friday was that they didn't want to tear apart a CLS squad. That yep, basically right. means that Which CLS, Han, Chewie, 3PO, and... and, and... Chupio. Stupio, Jesus Christ, um, are are five characters safe to say that they're probably not going to u- want to right. use to utilize in the team? Mm-hmm. But they said nothing about taking apart an Adrad team, a Momo team, a Sana team. You know, all these heavy rebel factions that are just kind of all into the yeah. winds. They're I'm kind of lucky hoping we get like Akbar in that team. That'd be cool. I'd be down with having Akbar mm-hmm. in that team. <laughs> yeah, except for then I would feel like if that was a, a, a viable strategy. I mean, granted, his Omicron is kind of the only reason that even big accounts have the Omicron is for the one extra speed and fleet. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. Um, I kind of hope. Who cares about his ship anymore? Okay, seriously, home one uh, extra one speed and fleet on Akbar? Whoa, 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 whoa. It does help in some situations. <laughs> hey, I'm sure hey, it see. does. Did did you know? Did you know that Home One can beat Leviathan? 
<laughs> Unfortunately, it needs Millennium Falcon, but it could be Leviathan. There you go. Yeah, yeah, see? But I don't think Meta. the Omicron comes into play there. Well, honestly, though, you could beat... You could beat um, you could beat the Leviathan without MILF. Like you you can. It's not the mechanics you need. Can you? Yeah, because you're just the outrider it's just is the most important. Just, yeah. Yeah, outrider, outrider, and the um, and the basic on the on the profundity is what's your bread and butter there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he like throw in I, home one. I, I would be pretty butt clenchy if I just went in with Y wing and out. No, I know. I'm just saying that you could you could oh. still beat. Levi- you could beat Leviathan with the profundity without MILF so that MILF could go with home one and do something else. That's you more or less. Like, beat be, be the second <laughs> Leviathan. Yeah, exactly. In, in TW. Exactly. What if, what if yeah, they exactly. have two Leviathans and you what if you, both of them? No, you, you use, you use uh, profundity to beat Leviathan without the MILF and you use the MILF with Distant and Biggs to be a triple attacker executor. And then you're done. And then we'll beat the Leviathan again. With profundity without MILF. Yeah. And then you're done. You got those two teams, and then you got your Hold profundity. To, I uh, need like how many more Leviathans are we beating off? I mean, beating. We, what? We, we, we need to beat off all of the Leviathans. These, you know, this Wolfie Perfect. Leviathan is like this giant snake. You got to beat them all off. Perfect. Right? You get all yes, of them. Flawless. All of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flawless mm-hmm. institution. But, yeah. Yeah. I until I see the rest of her kit, it's very hard for me to say. What the other yeah. one? I'm hoping R2 is there. Lobot rework kind of seems like it's going to be um, important because they're going to go through the effort of a rework. It's probably going to tie yeah. it to him to incentivize higher relic I'm, levels. I'm really, 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 really looking forward to the time where we're having serious discussions about Lobot's <laughs> mods and what we're going to take to. And it's yeah. just, yeah. Anyway. I mean, we're going to be doing R- roster R- reviews and be like, this guy's got a Lobot of right like five. Why is your Lobot not a Relic Nine? You scrub. <laughs> like, God do you well, even try? Like, do you even care about this depending, game? Fuck. Depending how she bursts ma- or, or or pumps mastery up, it's going to be one of those things where it's he, you're going to want R eight minimum if he's a part of the team, like consistent part of the team. I don't like, want to a Lobot. <laughs> like I I, I, I finished taking learned... Fulcrum to Relic Seven just today. And I was like, I could take it to Relic 8, but then I thought, no, I, I need to Relic 7 a bunch of characters for GL Leia, so I'm, I'll leave her at Relic 7. If I'm relicking eight, Relic 18 Lobot before Fulcrum, I'm going to cry. <laughs> yeah, I will that's cry. just kind of where the things are at right now. You kind of have to play this game of like, what's worth the investment, what's worth yeah. the time, and then you backtrack from there as to, like, okay, well let's get the squad to this level and then we'll get them up higher. Cause like, that's my whole thing right now is with Gialea, um, the guarantee is probably her and Dro- unless Drogon's a tank, then Drogon would be R9. And depending on what her mm-hmm. kid does, she might be an R9 as well. Um, just, it just depends. You know, she may if be the like, matters, yeah. well, mm-hmm. the, the mastery matters or, or, or what, um, I'm assuming she'll with be an attacker. Gains, yeah. But if, yeah, if the, if the extra stack I'm gains, assuming attacker as well. I'm I'm um, actually thinking she's going to be a support. I don't think she's going to be an attacker. Think so? Mm. They have so many on that team, though. It's like if they go. Well, so- there's just this, <clears throat> like based on the, the the dev announcement, they were saying stuff like she can power, like she targets allies. Her allies will do stuff based on what the typing is. She can enhance her sure. own allies to do so much damage yeah. that it's basically a one tap. So I think she's going to be a support. I don't okay. think she's going to be the attacker. Fair. 
That's just it me. Could be. Well, I was basing my attacker because they were saying in the initial initial thing that like you want to mm -hmm. deal with Leia first because if you if you like hold off too long, like it's gonna charge up to some like super powered crazy whatever attack. So I was yep. basing it off of uh, off of that. But yeah, if if they're calling her out as she'll enable allies to do these things, she may be uh, she may end yeah. up being a support. That's, that's, a, that's a good uh, call. Yeah. I, I'm 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 placing my chips down and, and calling support right now. I think she'll be a support. Hmm. She, I think. I think the team is going to be offensive, but I think she enables them to be offensive based on what they're I was initially is. leaning sure. towards attacker, but yeah, I, I mm. think I, I may feel uh, I may be feeling support. I don't know. Plus, I think most I GLs know. are also attackers, right? Most GLs are Everyone attackers. Everyone except for JML. JML is a tank, Jabba is support. Everyone else is an attacker. Oh, Jabba is support. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Well, I guess we'll so, find out yeah. in a couple uh, of otherwise, weeks, right? Yeah, otherwise Slacker, C, Ray, all those guys are attackers. Sorry, who was that first one you said? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it doesn't exist. My bad. No, no, it doesn't exist. It's, it's a glitch. It's a, there's, it's a, it's a there's, there's this imaginary GL. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> so, Karth, um, moving on from GL layer, the other two topics that we have, we want to get your input on because you are Karthrick. Quailrick himself... Um, is sure. is is crate dragon rewards as well as new endor um speeder bike pursuit or whatever they're calling it what's your thought on a cadence and b reward changes and how that impacts the community as a whole? i mean so speaking specifically to the the cadence i think moving the raid to being only launched one day a week and then having a three-day window oh to do it is a massive positive switch i kind of definitely i kind of almost i guess the re like it it doesn't change anything i guess you just get your rewards sooner sort of from the raid launching to being a three-day run versus having more time but mm -hmm. i guess i don't really care um i kind of feel like the it might have been more decent as a six and six so you get six days to do it and six days to launch it. So that way you kind of have a lot of more oh, time to so, finesse. And... Yeah, I get what you mean. Well, like more mean? time with the Raiders active instead of it being yeah. active for three yeah, days, so active six, for a have, whole have, six. Yeah, so it, it takes six days to launch the to get enough tickets to launch the raid is what they're what they're moving the cadence to. But you mm -hmm. only have three days to attack it. So no, what did they say that? Oh, they said maintain the same duration of the raid. Wow. Yeah. Mm, okay. I that's did, I, yeah. not exactly what we're, that's not what we're asking for. Yeah. So you still have that. three. Wow. I missed have, that fucking line. That sucks. Yeah. Guys, so you have, can you, you please have... read harder? Like me too. <laughs> can we all read harder? You read us I, harder and I read you harder. So I, I, I you I'm not reading us hard enough. Uh, other people can read harder for me. It's. <laughs> That's how the soul shtick works, oh, I think. Shit. So, I mean, I'm not like fussed about it. I, I just kind of think it doesn't. Run thing. You just kind of miss out on the. Um, you just kind of it just kind of sort of alleviate the problem. You do have six days in which you're not always doing a raid, but I think having more time to go, get the, in there and get it done would be fine as well. Having six days to do the raid, so it, mm. it's not a big issue for me. You still have three days to do it, which I feel like is more than enough time. Oh yeah, what, yeah, what it definitely. It is. But, I think It'd be nice to also have six days to complete it. Like if you yeah, give us six well, days rewards, you're, you yeah. only just get your rewards three days in instead of six days in. But I, you still only get the rewards one day a week anyway. So it's like, 
who cares yeah. if it's on a Sunday or a Wednesday? Like you're still yeah, going to get it once time. a week. I mean, and generally yeah. speaking, like I don't know about you guys, but when I'm when I'm hitting the Great Dragon Raid, I tend to do it all at once. I don't like oh, I'll just do my one team now and I'll come back and finish later. I usually, yeah. I'm like, okay, I've got yeah. half an hour. I'm going to do all my teams now and I'll just do it and then forget it, right? Right. So I'm not sure how much the six, it, like I would prefer it to be six days long, but I'm not sure how much it really changes my frustration. It, it being it, just it a three days. really do anything different. Like I said, it's just, it's just interesting that they chose to go that angle for me. Yeah, like I, for sure. I get why people may not want to wait six days for rewards, but it still doesn't change mm-hmm. the fact that you only get rewards one day a week. So yeah, who care? Like, like, and especially gonna if unless your guild, like, you, and it's gonna be impossible to, to always land on a day before like a GAC lock in. Like, you're gonna be like, yeah, all right. Well, it can only launch one day a week. So basically, you have to push out your like your launch date to like a Friday. So you guys, everyone has the weekend to do it. Your rewards by Monday, so it's before GAC. But then you still can't launch the raid again until the following like Thursday, and so. It's it's this really weird cadence that you're gonna have to set up to if you want to max the rewards in the, in the in a way that's beneficial for everybody, which you mean officers will have to figure out and, and do when it shows up. Yeah. But I mean, it's just gonna be the same thing. It's like you do it during the rate your rate during the week when people might have more time because they have a more structured schedule, or do you during the weekend where people might have more time because they don't have to go to work or whatever else. And so like for me, I'm just like eh, I don't know which way that plays best. I kind of I feel mean- I think if I got. Six days to kill. I should have six days to play. Uh, I, I yeah. like to me. It, it doesn't really like matter to me. No. I'm sure I'll fit it in one way or another. And honestly, like when even when it comes to the raid rewards, I don't care that it's six days. It's like no. when it, when I get my rewards, I've usually spent it within a day anyway. You know, I've got it, what? and I just go boom. If we had the 265 crate, it would take us an extra day, <laughs> an look, extra you're, you're refresh all, to get through those rewards. Oh god damn. It's like I, I don't really care. Like it's it doesn't it doesn't fundamentally change how I'm going to spend that currency. It's just No, like, I'm gonna buy arrow magnifiers and impulse detectors or, you know, whatever high relic uh, gear you, I you need. You might need then, arrows. I'm not as big of a no. Quaily boy as you. I don't have mm-hmm. seventy nine thousand eight hundred and fifty two relic eights, okay? One eight hundred so, pound sand. <laughs> <laughs> I only have like, you know, some relic eights and some Well, relic I mean, I've I've almost have a enough few. arrows for three, but I'm assuming that whatever, if we do get a tank for the Leia squad, that'll go to R9, and Leia will be a minimum of RA out the rip. Yeah. So it's like, uh, okay, that Catholic, covers those two. I, but I, are you sure you're a whale? We should just only be talking in Relic 9 terms right now. I mean, <laughs> Well, but if Relic 9 was worth a shit, then we could have a conversation. But Relic 9 is oh, like, yeah. if you're not a tank... Or, or even like the the only attackers I can see having any relic nine impact are special mm-hmm. special damage dealers, mm-hmm. um, or if they have like unique mechanics that benefit from the protection gain, like gas and and Luke, sure, who they gain they gain max protection, you mean or they Gen- have Gen Knight they, Luke, yeah, yeah, Gen Knight Luke, or and then um, yeah. and then gas kind of are, are physical damage dealers that that have a benefit from the extra protection gains because of how their mm. kits inherently function but 
physical damage dealers only gain about 300 physical offense going from R8 to R9, so they only gain about a net of 500. Yeah. Which is funny, because that's them. actually less than what they get from R7 to R8, right? Yeah, yeah. usually R8, mm. they get about 600 flat from the thing, and then depending how much offense you have into them, they usually net about 1,000 total when the when the yeah. relic change happens, and then, um, which is which a different bald park to deal with. Uh, but special attackers gain about the same as they do from R8 to from R7 to R8. It's a little bit okay. less, but they still gain a good chunk. So like Fennec makes a good is a good case in point. Ben's a good case in point because they actually gain a decent amount of damage from okay. the relic levels. Um, but outside of that, most attackers see. I mean, besides like the the bulkiness, they don't see any real benefits out of it. And then if you work down to supports and whatever else, there's only a couple of those tech supports that um, benefit from uh, those those relic levels. And those are basically ones that are evasion masteries or critical avoidance masteries. Outside of that, yeah. then there's just... Oh, like, the evasion it, masteries. It is really frustrating JTR when... JTR uh, and everything. Yeah, J JTR just sort of sit Or Shakti or something like that. And oh, they just like, God, stop Shakti. evading! Stop it! Yeah. <laughs> so, like, that's that's the only point to do those ones. And then there are a few healers, like Barris and Old Daka, who just mm. gain bananas health at every relic level. You know, they're gaining 12 to, like, 15k every relic level um, when you start going, like, R7, R8, R8, to R9, that kind of stuff. So there, there are a few cases to where it's viable, but the majority mm. of characters in this game do not benefit from it. And so it's just like, why would I invest... A full roster of R9s, except for to play phase five and six of DB. Like, and even then, which, you only need like a hundred. And and even then, many <laughs> guilds are, are not even at that point where they're engaging that late on a wide scale in TB. I believe you mean almost every single guild. Like, there's almost there's are like there any guilds that are actually are. doing like five and six. Yeah, there's maybe like. Like yeah, I would say like maybe yeah. three, four guilds that are actually yeah, doing they're this. they're getting forty four stars, so they have to be doing they have to be doing um a good portion five of phase five, yeah. Um, yeah, five and six to get there. Because forty, yeah, but the, these are the guilds that have got like what six hundred mil GP or something like that, is it? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. six hundred thirty million. They got a hundred million in GP that's, on us. That's so huge. a lot of that. That's absolutely. Yeah. Balls to the wall, crazy levels of GL. That would be uh, like a GP. in that guild. I would be, yeah. I would be one of the smaller accounts. You, hey, Karth, you'd know what it feels like to be me. Yeah, hmm? yeah. You'd be Except like, oh, I slacker. feel. You, shut up, Karth. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel so inadequate right now. God damn. Fuck you, Karth. Yeah, you missed like three or four slacker comments. So I'm I'll glad you got to It's it's <laughs> it's not a scribble stream if somebody doesn't say something about slacker. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, oh, I think man. for the most part, um, you know, R8 is really where you should talk about putting things. Um, R9 is is a luxury for for tanks, for capital ship pilots and GLs. And that's the emphasis on luxury. You know, they don't really need it. If she's going to be an offensive GL, her kit's going to just stomp donkey dick. So... Who's going to care about... It's like JMK all over again. JMK mm -hmm. does not need to be R9 to destroy oh, no. whatever team he faces. I mean, you I know? mean, 
J JMK now is not going to be able to insta-kill against Leia. We know that. She stops all cooldown reduction. So Cat isn't yeah. going to be able to get a turn one insta-kill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Maul is not going to be able to increase the enemy's cooldowns by two. Yep. You know, I I think that's some cool shit. That's, yeah, that's the team-wide fracture is actually like low-key. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like, cool. That got my juices pumping um like, not gonna lie because it, it depends on fractures, how quickly you can ult fracture is like one of the best debuffs in the game it's yeah huge. it's it's very powerful it's so bananas and they're just like yeah team-wide fracture now we don't know the duration but i don't give a care even one turn it almost feels too powerful yeah locked for the rest of the battle that's what it'll be oh my god that'd be <laughs> no it won't be that <laughs> Because yeah, fracture on character speed is set to zero, they can't gain buffs or bonus attacks or bonus turn meter. Mm -hmm. So they they literally just stand there while you they, they beat do the nothing. crap out of them. Yeah, and GLs GLs I think lose like fifty percent speed, thirty percent counter chance. I believe so. Yeah. So they they, they get some dem they, uh, demuted. Uh, yeah. Muted sort of fracture effect. on raid yeah. bosses, Galactic Legends. My fifty percent speed does not stack with speed down. Can't gain buffs and minus thirty percent counter chance. Yeah. Which it, I mean, that's pretty huge. Very few gels have built-in counter chance. So no, but sure. I mean, minus fifty percent speed on a GL losing three hundred yeah. speed is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, you're gonna lap them. Like you're you're, you're gonna lap yeah. them, and your team's gonna naturally just go take a turn before they get mm -hmm. a chance to move. It, it'll so make yeah, things I, very if easy. It's a, if it's a two turn fracture, like that, the the battle's over. Like mm -hmm. your team will do nothing for way too long of a time before mm -hmm. you yeah. just come back and go. All right. Well, everyone's dead, but but JMK. So what you gonna do now? <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, I will stack cool. my damage with my middle, and then I'll miss you and do <laughs> <Yeah>. nothing. Because <laughs> I'm as blind as a fucking bat, JMK. Jesus Christ, go to Specsavers, buddy. God damn, oh, JMK. Always missing. Always missing. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah I'm excited. We'll see what happens with that, but for the most part, you know, it's like a lot of things in game. R7 is still a very... R7 now is a fairly real like it's not a, a, it's a very hard bar to reach yes. um r8 is still quite expensive yeah um r9 is just absurd the cost for an r9 is absurd i don't know r9 why, is right out. why <laughs> they didn't um cut the r8 requirements in half going into that or or something because they they've just made it so expensive to get there you can literally get to r8s for the price of an r9 and unless it's a required R9, there's no reason to get them. Like, you know, there are teams that become more challenging, mm -hmm. but like you guys, you know, point out for the most part, the odds of you fighting those kind of teams in GAC are low because your accounts aren't going to be facing accounts that are in the same um, ballpark as of, of well i, I mean or, wolfie or and i basically would. swim in the same circles in gac now we're about the same sort of skill rate we're, oh yeah yeah wolfie we're, could we're, absolutely we're be higher but edge of kyber one to... edge of kyber two look i yeah. i drink we, we and i smoke and i i am lazy and <laughs> i will flirt with the edge of kyber one kyber two and i will have a damn good time doing but, it Sometimes right. that's what you need to do in order to enjoy the game, right? Like, I used to there be oh, yeah. so fixated on staying in Kyber 1 
more because of ego than anything. I was like, I must be Kaiba One. Yes. But then it just became so in unrealistically unrealistic for my account to stay in Kaiba One. I was just like, there's just no way. When the squishing happened yeah. and Kaiba One decreased from a player base of about 4,000 to a player base of about 1,400, it just became unrealistic yeah. for me to stay well, there. So I became I mean, comfortable being point, Kaiba though. Two. I, I do. I do have slacker, so he, he does make a good point there. So that is the, uh, Don't thing. you also have Afro too? <laughs> I do. Uh, yeah, no, for, for a while, I was hanging out in I was hanging out in top two hundred of Kyber One, and then just was yeah. like, man, what's what am I trying to prove to myself to prove to somebody? I'm just sitting here stressing out and planning things and just like going yeah. crazy, and there's no yeah. need for this. So I'm I, just, I, I, I would rather fuck around and BS to have a good time. I, I basically take a season of 5v5, I go super sweaty, I get into the top, and then I take the season of 3s and just get dunked on the entire time because I quit caring about it. And then like the next season of 5, I'm like, my morale is so low that I'm like, eh, who really cares? And then by the time that season of 5s ends, we get season of 3, then I start caring a little bit. And then we get the next season of 5s, and I then I go sweaty and I dunk. I'm like, that's how I just keep right up to where I stay in Kyber 1. But I mean, like I said... Okay, he's you stay in Kyber One. Clear, he's he's being. I stay in Kyber One. Hold on, hold on. I stay in top fifty of Kyber One. You gotta oh, understand. No. Oh, it I'm only so takes an zero and six, and I fall out at this point. You'd never go in zero and six, Garth. You're never going zero and six. At worst, you go one and two. Last week, last season, I was five and four. How is that close I was, to zero and six? I went, I went one and two, and then I, then I, then I got, I got my, I got, I went two and one, and then I went one and two. That's not close, Scott. Four, That's not I, close. I repeat, four, through five, this I don't question, How is that remember. close to zero and six? Like we have <laughs> no. very different definitions of the word. I felt close. like I lost more. If you went one and five, I'd be like, yeah, you got close to zero and six. Four and yeah, four. Very and, close, like bro, yeah. Uh, Two and four, yeah. maybe, yeah, but like, oh man, uh, five and four, oh god, it was so... a rough, it was a rough way. Well, I, I usually end up somewhere in the six and three. I did have um, last season of five, and then at the beginning of three, I was, I was, uh, what was nine and zero oh, going into in the after the first week of threes. Mm. I was like, oh god, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in yeah. danger. Yes. I was in danger. I wound up got I, wound up into the top eight and then got absolutely just shit housed. <laughs> you know, I genuinely I, I say I don't really care about GAC. I do, I actually really enjoy it, and I have still got a certain element of pride, but for me there is nothing more depressing than going 0 and three in a week of GAC. <laughs> Even in threes, like if I can at yeah. least go one and two. Like if I go 0 and three, I feel so bad. I'm just like I am. So, how could I not win one battle? And it like uh, it it just hurts my soul. It, I go to bed that night and I just I'm like, God, I suck. <laughs> I really hate going zero and three. It doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it's not a very warm and fuzzy feeling. No, no, no. Not, it's not, like not I lose so complete great. faith in my abilities. But there we go. Okay. So yeah. Wolfie that and I tend happens. to hover around the same same sort of uh, uh, same sort of skill rating. Yes. So we face the sim similar sorts of accounts, I imagine. So we don't get More loads of, of people story. with crap loads of relic nines. But if you don't right. have an R nine JML, you're doing it wrong. Is all I'll say. Yes. That's this kind of like, like the is, starting ground. Like if you're actually going through all the actual relic nines and everything, he is the 
only one, or no, he's the only one. He is the one that benefits the most from going to Relic Nine. That call to assist damage, that protection gain, everything oh, yeah. with this uh, with this coin, that is the single most it, significant Relic Nine jump in the entire game. It's it's especially if there's a Datacron set with protection, because you just yes. like you can get so even more so. much protection. It's stupid. You know, you, you can deal 130k damage on a call to assist. And it's unavoidable and unmitigatable because it's true damage. It doesn't matter if the defense is... It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, that damage is coming in. Like, it's it's huge. It's huge. So outside of, like, requirements, like uh, Adrad for Profundity, for example, as an unknown right. requirement, JML is is top priority for Relic Nines. Oh, yeah. So If you want to actually use the team and get use out of it, 100%. Yeah. Carthy and Wolf, you need to carry the chat for a couple of minutes. Back in a sec. Okay. okay. All right. I'm going to get a beer. Fuck <laughs> yeah. And Carth is on his own. It's okay. No, it's okay. Yay. My, my, my beer is right here. I'm oh, literally, okay. I'm literally okay. seconds away. It is all good, Carthy. We got this. All right. I'm we are feel, all fucking now. ready. All right. So what else do we miss in, uh, in chat that we haven't uh, talked about yet? All right, so they officially added all the new characters to the raid. Gia, Leia, Drogon, Scout Trooper, Princess Kinesa, Captain Rex. So, all right, real, like, sort of side uh, side note kind of question thing. Um, they, for some reason, specifically called out and said that Scout Trooper is going to make Aiden more resilient against Wampa because yeah. they have a four-turn cooldown unresistible days like yeah. they think that people are going to be too stupid to save wampa's smash cleanse for after the four turn unresistible days and they actually think that this is going to make Aiden stop wampa well i mean at high relics it 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 will wampa beats dash with his fucking unresistible days and everything you just save the smash for after he does it like that's that's yeah, all it comes I mean, down to i mean yes but that's also partly because <laughs> of the of the current uh, well the cron that just went away is as the protection up cron gave you a lot of the wiggle room that you needed but if you have a high relic dashing that's more offensively on tilt, like you, that, that team's gonna absolutely roll your face off. Like your Wampa's not gonna survive yes, it long it's, enough. That's it. It, it the can, even it can be a risk. But it can be a risk. But I've I've had very good results before. But just saving the Wampa smash for after dash does is unresistible days. So I'm I'm just saying like specifically for this Aiden thing, um, we've got a four turn cooldown on that unresistible days how much is scout actually going to stop wampa scribe you think any bit at all sorry i i, I missed the start of this conversation um so one scout, uh, scout stopping wampa yeah okay yeah so i know they said a four turn four turn cooldown unresistable days but four turn cooldown wampa unresistable days. but wampa can it's, just cleanse so it's it's not an it undisputable like days it's no, it's it not under like an oversight. Like, well, that's dumb. Wampa, yeah. Well, like, <laughs> use it on offense and you'll be like, okay, I'll just wait for the days. And then I'll immediately, like, I, don't get me wrong. I think, I think if you mod, if you, if you mod, well, 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 relic team for Raiden, if you mod for offense, you could probably kill Wampa before he takes that turn to dispel. 
but other than that there are yeah like if, if you've you got enough offense so i think you can team it can be scary like if, if like she deals a lot of damage and if you've modded her for crap loads of offense you don't have to worry about potency if you've got scout right you don't have to worry about trying to land that first stun so you can mod that team for boatloads of offense if that is enough and somebody takes in a relic five wampa he'll probably get smoked but i think it is an oversight because i think if a defensive team is built like that and you're not prep properly relic up for it i think it doesn't matter if you save that that days you know what i mean but right it needs to be undispellable, I think. It like they could they could make it three turns and undispellable rather than four turns and dispellable. Because as soon as it's dispellable, it doesn't matter anymore. Because he's he's burning through his cooldowns when you're hitting him. You know? Right. And um no, that is a, uh, to do a really it, good so. point though, yeah. No, a, a high relic Iden team is terrifying. Mm. Like they do a mass they assist clap. and you're looking at your mm. Wampa at, sitting there at half health and you're just like, uh, guys, guys, yeah. guys, 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 like, guys. Wampa, uh, I need you to take one turn, up. one turn, honey. Come on, please. And they're like, oh, no, he's dead. Or she's dead. I, I don't even know. I think Wampa's people were saying she was she. She is a she. Yeah, I think Allegedly, you can tell based on the horns. I mean, if there's a horn. <laughs> If there's a um, but yeah, that's that that is a very good point. A high relic item team can absolutely tear through Wampa, um, no scout required. So that is actually well, that was uh, the that was the concern back with uh, with Kyle Katarn, like while like Kyle, if if you had a high relic mobile team, they could if your Wampa wasn't equal relics or, or oh yeah built, Kyle could just one tap you, like he just goes take three hundred k to the face and enjoy it. So it's like. There's, they get to a certain level where they, your investment has to be very high to stop certain things, I, and that's I, the that's the part that they're trying to get into. I think if they really wanted to lock out a Wampa counter for Iden, all they have to do is say, if the opponent has got bonus protection, all Imperial Trooper allies attack under protection, and that would immediately I mean, kill Wampa. Yeah, it's just. Or they just do what they already have right now with Tie Fighter Pilot, where he people people put TFP on down. the Iden team to stop Wampa. Yeah, we're just tenacity down on the TFP. Literally, yeah, fuck, fuck do the that. Or we <laughs> just, just do don't put Iden on defense, and you it. just take her to offense, and you don't worry about she, it because she's got a lot of offense viability. Five she's weeks, we're gonna offense. we're gonna start the new the new Imperial Remnant team, and oh, that's man. where Scouts going. So. You know, it's yeah, like what are we gonna what are we gonna care that's about? Very <laughs> true, actually. I like I can't wait six months time. No, not even that. Four months time. Four and a half months time when we get uh, new Beskar Moff Gideon. I'm hoping that team is fucking. I hope it is the Bogs Dollocks because he just looks so I, goddamn right, cool. I think, I think right now, because Imperial Remnants, I'm probably not breaking off Gideon to run an Imperial Remnant team. I, mm -hmm. I don't think it'll be good enough until you actually have new Gideon. But oh yeah, gotcha. Should I, uh, yeah, should, I, should I break your heart? Break my heart. God damn it. Break what it are they day. killing, Karth? Gently. What are they killing? Tell no. me how good is oh, Gideon Lee no, right no, now? No, 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 no. Right now, no. Awful. Okay. Does okay, nothing. so we're fine. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right right now, that's what I'm trying to break his heart for is that Beskar armor, Moff Gideon. Mm. Yeah. will be a TW Omicron character. 
Uh, yeah, Gideon Beskar, Gideon Beskar armor. Uh, okay, Gideon, yeah, Gideon I, Beskar I armor, aka GBA. Yeah, GBA, G Yeah, we've not had that one before. Karth, honestly, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't care. I don't, I don't care oh, if yeah, he's. CW, I'm okay. If he's, if yeah. he still has viability in GAC, yeah. I don't care. Yeah, but that's as the thing, long as he's still viable. I'm fine. Every, every single fucking TW Omicron Conquest care we've gotten is in GAC. Uh, it's a it's it's not even a nuisance. Like trench they, is not uh, complete ass. If you have an actual trench team, like with Watt and everything, then trench is actually pretty good in GA. Trench is actually, and they um, fixed his AI. Dadbot Boba, Dadbot Boba gets a lot of shit, but he is not as nearly as bad as people give him. Uh, make but him out not today. needed. Um, he doesn't especially change in 3v3. anything. Especially in 3v3, he's really nice for taking down ad rad teams because he has extra attacks on basic to get your contract faster. Oh, so sure. That's a, you, yeah, you, uh, you, a, you yeah, put me onto that, Wolfie. That actually saved me. Yeah. That actually saved me in one of my it, GACs. Like, that's Bob Boba. I, I still love that yeah. Bob Boba. He's I'm, not great, I'm, but yeah. he's but good. My, my point is he, that he's not killing GLs. He's not like no, the game changer no, no, no. that he is. But yeah. Well, what, I'm, what I'm saying is that they're, they're not transformative. That's the problem. They mm -hmm. don't move the needle on the counters they were designed to work with. Like Fennec is still the better leader inside of mm -hmm. GAC yeah. than Boba is. 100%. Boba yeah. doesn't have a 100%. room on that team because of the characters you have to take with it. He makes a decent bounty hunter for a bounty hunter lineup. Sure, I won't yeah. argue that. Yeah. But he makes a great support that, for Fennec. The, the team, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, the team he was supposed to take and build up was the Bam yeah. IG11 and Quill team. It, with Fennec and, and him, and it does nothing in GAC. That team, it's useful. Does it do stuff? Sure. But it doesn't perform as well as you would need it to, or if you want it to, it requires insane modding. I mean, Van Seal did prove that right. back when it first mm -hmm. came out. If you have insanely good speed on IG-11, yes. and he can cleanse really quick, then you can eventually circle back around and do some annoying things. But it's like, that's the thing that I always feel like with TW Omicron characters, is that the investment has to be pinnacle to be good versus like GAC Omicron characters the investment needs to be the Omicron and you just run around slapping people all day you know it's yeah. like Starkiller yeah do you do you want to invest the team up but it's just Starkiller like if you need to relic the team it's Starkiller put put Starkiller to relocate everyone else can stay yeah. R5 and the team will yeah. perform the same you know, it's but like with um, with like Instead a Palpatine, which you need at Relic Seven um, for well, reasons. He's, yeah. yeah, he's a requirement somewhere else. <laughs> but that's my point. Is like is that that's always been the letdown with every TW Omicron. Like, well, like even with um, Grand Inquisitor, Grand Inquisitor in you mean Reaver support unit? Yeah, yeah. When before before he, left before <laughs> Reva came out, <laughs> and he was in GAC, it's like he got beat by so many teams because it was like if you didn't have if you didn't outrun your the opposing squad, Grand Inquisitor gets picked to shreds in a heartbeat. You know, Gas could mm -hmm. still win versus him if the Rex as long was too as fast. You, yeah. if you if your Rex was fast enough. But that was the thing is that you just need a Rex to be faster. They have to invest in uh, in a very high ceiling for the team to be durable as well as seven sister being faster and, and everyone mm -hmm. being quick. Like the modding had to be pretty good 
on the team. And so that, that's my overall point is like every TW Omicron character they've ever released, their power levels outside of TW means that they really are just kind of like maybe an A tier team, A minus if they're if you can really commit to it. But if you can't, they fall off. I mean, it, we're at the point now where, you know, GI gets run over by, a, you know, what people would mostly consider a B team Rogue One squad. And so, like, there's these different things that every time they've released a TW character, there's just not enough with it to then make the team, like, super potent. Uh, and, and that's kind of what I get the, worried the about when it's it a TW well character. Is, is that there also isn't enough incentive in TW for people to care yeah, that much, yeah. right? It's like, yep. because between them not updating the rewards in TW and the fact that so many guilds... I don't want to call it sandbagging, but so many guilds do not make Territory War a mandatory game mode that it just yeah. means that a lot of guilds get easy matchups and end up winning 90% of their you TW. Mean, you mean like our guild? Yeah, like our <laughs> guild. Absolutely. But I, you know, we, wh why try fucking harder? Why try harder? We don't need a bunch of TW sweats because we're going to win every match or almost every match anyway. And I'm going to well, get my yeah. rewards. I care about my rewards. So... Yeah. Well, then we that's don't like, need we to have a bunch push. of TW on Yeah, we had a so. we had a big push for it, and then it went right out the window because it's like, actually, mm. if we don't push hard, like all we want is like people who play like TW is to perform at a certain level, but we don't really care about like having everybody in the guild do it because it would hurt our rewards because the people who don't want to participate, they're mm -hmm. that's their problem. Gridded with yeah. as many. Relics are getting required is kind of like you know if you don't participate in a few of these you're gonna have a really hard time well, with I mean, everything. I, yeah, I, I guess I guess the, the the bigger picture is not not engaging in TW will slow down the pace at which you can develop your roster for DB, and I care more about yeah. people being able to have the additional materials to do that. Right. That's that's that that's the big thing, right? But I think I like to think that most guilds have a relatively relaxed approach to TW. You would uh, hope. You would hope. Relatively, yeah. And and can I clarify that I know Karth mentioned it offhanded earlier, but the guild we're in, we're not a small guild. We're 532 million yeah. GP. We're not like the biggest guild in the world, but we're not small by any means. We're getting we're top tier top, rewards and everything. We're, we're a top, top 25 guild. We're like, yeah, so, we're, we're, for GP, we're, we're up there. Mm -hmm. It's just the fact that we just, we have like a solid like seven to ten players every war that don't join they don't like tw they can't and it's not always the same mm -hmm. we have probably like five players who don't play tw they don't like that aspect that's mm -hmm. fine we don't make it mandatory i actually and then like you always TW. have there, then you always have somebody who you know well hey i got a wedding this weekend i, I don't want to be responsible for xyz or you know i got a work trip i'm in you know i'm in i'm traveling to japan and back over this week i, I can't play you know and and that's fine. We don't we don't we're not gonna go, oh well, you know, you gotta sign mm -hmm. up anyways, we gotta be at the top. It's like, no, I don't really care, you know? Yeah. You know, it's just it's cause it's like what, out of the since Reva's become available in the game, we fought one guild that had Reva on defense. Yeah. Which it's is like, just that. Uh, yeah, and it's been like you know, five months for us now. And so it's yeah. like it's just one of those things where it's like if we push too hard it becomes too much of a challenge. Or well, not too too much, mm -hmm. but it it, it makes it sweatier than most people would want to get invested into with as much time investment as already in this game 
some people don't want to. I, I'm keep quite happy for forward more. I, the the only reason I don't sign up to TW is if I for some reason miss it, which has happened a couple of times. But <laughs> you know, maybe maybe like five times max have I accidentally missed TW because I'm a guy that likes his rewards, but I certainly don't want happen. to. I, I I don't want to be in a TW sweaty guild. I don't. I like. I don't yeah. want the. I would much rather be in a place that I can be relaxed, turn up for my TWs, get all my attacks in because I never miss my attacks. I do them, um, and just win every TW rather than have to struggle and fight for my TW wins. <laughs> I prefer easy rewards compared to hard rewards. So, my last guild, you know. Love him, no disrespect or anything. I, I had to leave because it was a more of a TW, you know, focused uh, sort of thing. And mm-hmm. remodding for specific counters for every TW on, and doing all that stuff. It, it, it just, it got to be a bit much after a while. And it, it got to be a little stressful and had to, uh, had to relax a little bit. Had to, you know, go to a, a, a little bit st- step down and have some, uh, some fun with friends as opposed to uh, trying to be a, a sweaty tryhard and, uh, and everything. Wh- Which again, keeps you insane, no disrespect right? whatsoever to my last guild. Fucking love you guys. It was absolutely mm. great. But at the same time, oh oh my god, it just got to be a oh. little bit much. With uh, it got to be a little bit much. Can can, can we just hey, for one moment? Is, we got yeah, we got is in the chat. What's going on? Is how's the whole doing, brother? Love my man, Urs. Come on, everybody in the chat, shout out to Urs. One of the OGs, one of the pioneers of Galaxy of Heroes content creation. Just chill on the chat. What was the guild? Are you talk- uh, Wolfie, what was your old guild, if you care to mention? Oh, yeah, my uh, my old guild was uh, it's uh, the Rebel Force Alliance, and it was uh, Rebel Force uh, mm-hmm. Tattooing. Um, and again, nice. great, uh, great guild. A lot of great people that are still uh, still over there. A lot of great, uh, great, st- great times over there. They were very, very helpful to me over the years. Very helpful to just you know the whole alliance, everything over the over the years. It just got to be a a point that I was not really prepared to still engage with the game. So I needed sure. to go and take a step back because I didn't want to be a detriment to them. I didn't want to be half-assing. I didn't want to be man. you know not pulling my weight and everything. So. Figured, hey, let me let me take a step back and bullshit with some friends rather than uh, you know. Well, let's be honest. Over. Like this, this game is a massive time sink, right? Like, yeah, we're all we're all adults. Well, maybe not all of us, but a lot of us are adults that play this game, right? And we've got real life commitments, and it's enough commitment in this game to just do what you need to do every single day: log in, develop your roster, think about stuff, mod. You know, build your datacrons, do your conquests, do your arena, whatever it takes. But having to add on the additional stress of remodding for TW and turning up and being available for pings throughout TW, that is a lot of stress, man. So you got to do what you got to do to keep yourself sane and make yourself still enjoy the game if you want to keep playing. If you got to take a step back and come out of a more competitive environment just to keep playing and be happy, then fucking do it. Yeah. Like, fucking do it. Yeah. Hey, Urs, did you, did you hear? It, it, just because Urs <laughs> is in the chat. Lobot. Lobot is getting a rework. Oh, when, yes. when are we going to have Urzatron come back over here and do a little collab with Scribble going over a rework of Lobot against the meta? we got to see it happen. Watching, it's got to happen. Friday during his, we were watching on Friday <laughs> during his stream some of the uh, the old Lobot versus the meta videos. And Hell it yes, absolutely brother. glorious. Um, but yeah, Urs, yes. if you if you want to do a, uh, like a a kit reveal video, my boy Scribble over here, he's uh, he's got you. 
Oh, any day of the week, you're always welcome in these parts. Says, you know that, brother. You know that. Endgame guilds help with that with Ross DC mod building. It's a massive. De- oh, absolutely. Like big guilds, they're, they're a huge advantage. But, you know, the amount oh, yeah. of benefit they give you, they expect you to, to turn up and reciprocate. And that's completely normal. Well, right? Yeah. You know, if you want to swim with the big dogs, you got to be a big dog. You know what I mean? I said, let's be very clear. I I benefited a lot from being in that alliance and from being in that mm. guild. Um, yeah, from having all of those extra rewards. <laughs> from from and being Tuscans. from being yeah. in that end game guild. From being in that extra stuff. From having all those extra rewards. Having that knowledge. Having that whole you know that whole player base of all the people who know mm. what they're fucking doing. It is a huge, huge, huge. Cannot be discounted enormous advantage absolutely but again oh, yeah brother you need to be putting out as well you need to be able to put in what you're getting out and you need to be contributing and you need to be on your shit and you need to be doing all that stuff as, uh, as well it's not just mm-hmm. you, you sit there the and you exist expectation and you is high of them. yeah mm-hmm. exactly so you, you yeah. got to be contributing got to be pulling your weight and doing your thing or else uh or else you're just bringing the guild down so where I had, had too much respect for them to, <laughs> to just sit there and you know mooch off of it, so I had to uh, you know had to do the right thing. So that's yeah. how it be. I got, I got respect for that because I I don't belong in in that that level of guild, you know that level of expectation, um, and uh, you know I wouldn't expect that sort of level of guild to, to carry my sorry ass as it were, you know, you know I I yeah. I'm still one of the smallest guild in our accounts, but I still put in the effort. Do you know what I mean? I mean, because I know a, that I can a, perform there. Topper, so. You're a top end performer, though, even for the size. You just. It's more. Can, and that's the thing, can, too. Can you is tell that, that to Mr. Scribble real quick? I could. <laughs> <laughs> like, if a, a direct quote, top end performer. For the there size. For the size, <laughs> I for the perform size. pretty well. Sorry, for the size. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get that tattooed. <laughs> Should yeah. you R8 your Calcestis? <laughs> no, you should not R8 your Calcestis. Agreed. There's no point. Agreed. There's no There's no point. <laughs> no. Mm. Uh, I mean, you can, don't, but you probably I mean, should. If you want to. You probably shouldn't. There's so many no. more R8s to focus on. Like, it's just such a wasted... If, if you're at where I'm at in the game, which is do whatever the hell you feel like, then yeah, R8 stuff that you like. I R9 Jedi Knight Cal. Why? Because I fanboyed and I got him. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Outside of that, like, there's no reason. We're not. We're. I mean, Zepho's an R7 planet. I mean, yep. Most uh, I'll be. Re- be I'll be there in higher than that. Anyways, two, 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 Well, just under two months. I'll be prepped. I just need the shards on Seer, and I'll be ready to help unlock Zepho. Hopefully, the rest of our guild are equally inclined. I so mean, it's pretty a- close on all them. I got, uh, what, where is it? I got 29 shards left on Tarful. I got 52 shards left on Seer, and 55 left on Saw. So otherwise, Marin's already at Relic 5. Calcastus is already at uh, Relic 7. So it's just those three I still have left to go. So I am I will be ready. When, when that asshole comes back, I will be ready. 100%. Yay! Yay. Yeah. I, I think oh I, I might I might not have the shards ready for next time, but I'm gonna try my damnedest to be ready. 
It just depends Excuse on how quickly it comes a around. Build requirement, uh, Karth. If you like to kick out Scribe and bring me in, uh, I will accept your offer right uh, now. Wolfie, Wolfie, <laughs> we, I, we will kick anybody out. Me, yeah. yeah, I'm not an officer. But I'll kick someone out to make room for you, Wolfie. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be a low, a low bar to uh, to make happen. There is like, can we make room for Wolf and be like. Pfft. Who do you want gone? <laughs> yeah, let's kick the guild leader, uh, Maddie. I'm, I'm just joking. joking. Well, Maddie has um, an all in the game. Shara's in the, in the chat, right just to be clear. I'm joking. Shara can come too. Come on, Shara. Come, come join us. You can be in the, in the good guild. But Ram's not coming, oh, Wolf. Man. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> should go without saying. Oh, my God. Pistol Pete and Mike Hunt. Yep. That's exactly right, Boru. You know him, huh? Yo, you've yeah, been in Mighty uh, Chlorians. Man. Good shit, dude. Good shit. Oh my god, my where's my beer? Name. I have too many empty cans oh, of beer. I have to remember which one's the one that has some in. At least you're on your own, and you don't have like like a minefield ahead of you. Yo, I was in like back in college. People used to use empty cans as uh, like ashtrays, and yeah. I oh, I thought some... you were gonna talk about like urine depositories or something like that. Oh that's no, a dangerous as, game. As, like ash. Oh no, wait, not as urine depositories bullets? as ashtrays. Oh. And if, it, if it, the can it, is warm, was... don't drink it. Oh. Oh yeah, no, no bad, no. I wasn't going that far. I was just saying as ashtrays, and yes, mm. I have seen people drink drink cigarette ash, and it is not yeah. enjoyable. Mm -hmm. no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. <laughs> no bueno. D dirty pints have been a thing. You know, I remember when when I first started going out drinking and we didn't have a lot of money. I remember being in clubs with my best friend and we just picked drinks off the side of the bar. You know, like people would be around and just be like, "Oh, that drink is unattended. Let's steal that." And you just walk off with it and you drink someone's <laughs> beer or someone's bottle of alcohol pop, and you have no idea what's in that drink. You're just like, "Okay, that's fine. It's a free drink." But those days are over. That reminds, They're behind that me. reminds me of a of a of a meme I saw out of Florida over the weekend. Yep. So, yep. A guy a guy was spiking his dates drink with Viagra because he wanted to see if she'd get a boner. <laughs> if she would get a boner, a lady boner. Well, I mean, probably right. Didn't didn't know didn't know which way it was going, so he spiked it with Viagra to to make sure before he took her home. Jesus and he Christ. got caught doing it. <laughs> he got caught? Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, he got caught he got caught doing it. That's why it made the news. But yeah. I just it's just I funny. Just, just, Jesus Christ. Just, that's not cool. Man, that's dumb. not cool. No, it's, it's just both not it's just cool funny. and dumb at the same time. <laughs> wow. Okay. I, I mean I <laughs> this anger works for me, I'm gonna work in the opposite direction. I, yeah. I imagine it probably would, right? Oh, like, how it, I don't know how it works. If it just because it probably am... has, to, it's not like a medicine can target a point of your body. It's not like not you know they can make a Viagra to make your finger stick up. It's got to be some sort of aphrodisiac or some sort of blood flow increasing thing, right? Uh, you know. Yeah. So it should work gender irrespective. We're not talking about take, the they, ethics of doing this, okay? I'm not condoning no, the ethics. The, I'm just there, curious there about the science. We're just talking about like what would happen. No, I don't no know there's just there's just certain things like, that it targets when you use it for for right, male. There right. is female Viagra that targets other things. What is that? Um, yeah, it's called it's called lubricant. Right 
but it's uh it's just yeah i'm not gonna get into it on the on the podcast it's not even related to swim in the slightest <laughs> we're still on the but, podcast right now oh dear yeah God. i mean this is going <laughs> live on youtube so oh shit i'm here well, for actually, we're not live we're, we're live on twitch but it's going up on youtube so um we're going to be talking awesome. about ah oh, i might have to cut this <laughs> oh god i'm not sure if i have oh, the patience good times mm. oh good times all right so swiggo something yeah so yes. um galaxy of nerds and stuff i i yes. i i 100 blame urzatron for that 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 that, that divergence <laughs> yeah. from from topic Urz, you see what you do is you turn up entirely we're completely off kilter here dude we're just the fucking, I, mean, I agree. I don't know. Swig ho. Exactly, <laughs> Bane. Exactly, swig ho. I mean, that's what we were going to call the, the Tribe Talks podcast at one point, but apparently I wasn't going to drink enough. Today I've had a few. A few beers. Only a few. Swig ho oh, is a good name. It is. It is a pretty good I, name. I am a fan. Name. Mm, yes. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It is a very yes. good name. Yes. I, I, am a, I am a fan. That is quite clever. The, the increased blood works. flow is, is for once not due to Shara. Increased blood flow not due to Shara. That's that's um, it's a first. It's a first, Shara. It's not my fault. Yeah, for once. <laughs> mm. Oh, Shara. Oh, just straight out the can now. We're going. We're rolling deep, folks. Uh, on, honestly, Carthric, I don't fancy walking downstairs to grab myself a glass. So why not just neck it from the bottle? I'm with you 1,000%, man. You are not looking... You know, I'm not going to argue with you on what you should or shouldn't do here. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I beat up on base. Yeah, okay. So I think the only thing we haven't blast. touched on, Carthric, really, for your perspective, because we've already gone over this already. Wolfie and I have discussed it oh, at yeah. length. But what do you think we've about the latest the Datacron CES? Do you, is there yeah. something you're building out particularly? Uh, I mean, there are a few. I mean, like, I, there's probably about a, a combination in total of, like, maybe a dozen crons I actually want out of this because there are things that when this, when set 9 drops, set 10 is going to have some things that, depending on the teams you build, you could build some really nasty things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I definitely want to get going on them, but the motivation to do it is just in the dirt because... There is nothing, especially in 3v3, I don't think there's anything in this set 10 that 3v3 wise is means anything. Like, it just doesn't mean anything to to me for what I'm seeing. I, I think if you did a good job on set 9, you don't really need to worry about, like, what you're going to do with everything else. Like, oh, would you... Right. Would you look at that? This team still does better with the other things. <laughs> yeah, like, well, I mean, unfortunately, set nine has just got some really good level threes. Fifteen percent stacking health and protection yeah. is, is is too huge. It's yeah. too huge, and you pair that with it's something like stacking defense is just kind of obnoxious. But we were discussing yeah. this earlier, Karth. We were talking about Qui Gon build Omicrons, Datacrons. Sorry, Qui Gon Army Datacrons. Yeah. And yeah. I'm of the opinion that. Getting a level nine Ayla is better than a level nine Qui Gon um, in a Qui Gon team because Qui Gon well, only increases his own damage, not damage that he shares. Yeah, it doesn't yes. increase offense. Well, 
that would be depending on how they code it, right? It's, well, if yeah, it's, it's damage, usually it's not da damage is just yeah. a multiplier after every other modifier, right? It's after offense times crit damage if he crits. Mm -hmm. And then it's like you multiply that damage. Like Anakin's bonus turn, he deals 100% additional damage if yeah. his whole team is Galactic Republic. It's that modifier applied to Qui-Gon. But Qui-Gon's not the damage dealer in that team. No, Anakin and Cam. no. Yeah, I mean, the Ayla, Ayla has such better uses, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Because Ayla, Ayla's unique is very interestingly worded, right? Whenever another ally uses an ability, she assists, mm -hmm. dealing 50% more damage. And I feel like th right. that is going to be a much more interesting one to run under like either jmk or with jml mm -hmm. because the additional chance to stun the additional chance to call somebody else to assist means yep. that you yeah. have a really high chance of getting your jmk all out faster um Definitely. you know the the stunning is going to help keep kind of things under control a little bit easier i don't think it's going to revolutionize any counter of course because if you know Bausch just says no to assisting uh, versus JMK, so I don't think and, it makes it and, too much right. more powerful. And you're, you're, so you lose the assist. You're also not going to be stunning while Bausch is alive. So right. the other yes. uh, other benefit of of Ayla gets yeah. lost there. Yeah, but I mean, I think in the long run, it depends on what your account is capable of. I think if you're right in the short, if you're short on Jedi, Ayla makes more sense than um than that but the it depends on too and how much you're invested into your qui-gon team too right mm -hmm. because if your qui-gon is r7 and the entire team is r8 plus if your qui-gon's fast enough if your qui-gon's fast enough does that first ability that he uses that dispels and provides offense up does that just start one tapping bitches like that's that's a serious mm -hmm. question to ask. Like it it yeah. becomes down to can does the datacron force the needle over enough to where it's an actual threat for Qui-Gon to move before well, um, your bad batch team and if that's Yeah, exactly. The case, that's that's the two that's the two elements, right? Is one is is do you outpace the bad batch? Two is right. if you do outpace the bad batch does the turtle relics and the damage that you deal is that enough to one tap wrecker if you one tap wrecker before they even take a turn you probably steamroll the rest of the the team particularly if you've also got you know enough speed on anakin to start going as well because if you start yeah, rolling that damage you probably win question, out the game. you you probably want to like invest in like do the crazy you know, actual Qui-Gon team where you have your super fast uh, uh, snips and you have your uh, your GK on the team and you just go like yeah. balls to the, the wall whole yeah. with your the whole team with your uh, with your Qui-Gon team and that that may be just be a powerhouse for the next couple seasons. Yeah, you know that that team may just like absolutely fucking clap and good luck. <laughs> hope uh, <laughs> hope it goes well for you. Oh, that's that, unfortunate. Make sure you have a three eighty speed. Uh, What's up? How unfortunate. He's a his special dam his special attacks are special damage. So if you have enough armor, it'll negate what he what it'll do. What? Okay, so defense crons will offset it. 
but Defense there's armor. Defense will help offset it. But, yeah, but you, you, you could build that 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 cron to be def- uh, armor pen. Is he? Oh, Qui-Gon, he's special. Qui-Gon's, sorry. Qui-Gon's okay. special okay, sorry. attacks are special damage. Yeah. His basic is so you, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he he'll doesn't... still do extra damage, but he just won't get the extra armor pen. Yeah, yeah. The question really comes down to is what's the modifier on his on his abilities, mm. but. Um, yeah, the the key takeaway is that there there are pros and cons to it. I think the the Qui Gon level set nine makes more sense if your team is super high relics because, like, you know, if um, the calculator real fast, like my Qui Gon team that I typically run in fives mm-hmm. is a relic eight Cam, a relic eight uh, Jedi Anakin, a relic eight. Snips, a relic nine Kenobi, and a relic seven Qui Gon. So he's going to gain two hundred percent damage. Well, damage. Okay, so he's going to do so, three times the amount of damage that he would normally deal, which is it's nice. But I'm just wondering, even with all that extra damage, is that still better than? Ayla dealing 50% more damage. I know her damage is not huge, but if you pair that with the fact that Qui-Gon's probably going to die, that increases the damage by, what, 200% for all our allies for two turns? If Ayla is assisting on every single ability, that's basics and specials, and she has a chance to call her allies to assist, and she stuns and controls... Yeah, but is that, it, is it she's actually so better? hard to... It's so hard to get her fast, though. That's the problem. Is like, is if you play the the bad bats first. Well, we were Qui-Gon saying we want her team. slow. We were saying well, Ayla, you actually want you oh. want her slow. This so when she gets the actual uh, the actual offense, See, but that, she's assisting that, from all of her it, allies. That makes it easier for bad bats just to tell to tell her to pound sand. Because like, once she gets, that's why you need the other fast allies, like the fast. Well, yeah, yeah. Fast, So if Anakin is fast, then so Qui Gon is fast, but that, she's yeah. slow. Yeah, okay, but if you have if you have Snips and you have GK there and you got to have Anakin there, if you're not taking Cam, what are you doing? Like mm-hmm. you've ruined you've ruined the team. You, no, no, you you need Cam. You need Cam. Yeah, so if, if Ayla's going to take a so spot, drop you got to you got to <laughs> drop Snips or you got to drop GK. And that's and that's again where I'm getting if you want to do like an optimal team, you don't want Ayla there. If you're mm-hmm. going to do a leftover Jedi team where the last two are like maybe Ayla and Barris or or Lumi or well, maybe whoever this... you have present, then maybe I could see can a case Cam. for it. Maybe she <laughs> no, can replace no, no, Cam. No, no, no. no, no speed, I think... you need his speed. P- p- you personally, gotta have personally, that plus I think 30 if this, speed. Uh, the extra 30 if this, speed, yeah. If, if this anybody yeah, you're yeah. replacing in that, if yeah. there's anybody you're replacing, is, I, I have to feel it has to be... Well, I, I was going to say GK, it's, because really... You, you want you want go. Qui-Gon to die. You want Qui-Gon to die to gain the offense boost. So you don't yeah, want to tank. Yeah, but the problem, is, the problem is with Bad Batch is that they can't get around taunts very easily. And GK is the they most just annoying... Have the, uh, they just have the, the Echo thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the so if, if the echo, battle goes uh, at, askew at all with with um, with Bad Batch versus Qui-Gon with GK present, and they get mm-hmm. stuck attacking... GK, when Anakin gets out of his stun and then blows up the board, he still kills everybody. So it, it, it basically, when when Iron goes down, if you don't have a buff immunity on GK and Anakin's a free agent, you'll never get to Anakin before he starts killing your team. 
And so that's the reason why GK would probably would stay. I would say Snips would be the one to go. Snips okay. though is a lot of fun because people just don't uh, like the, the thing for me in my head right now is I don't see Ayla contributing enough if you're going to run that team. If mm-hmm. you're going to already commit Snips or or GK to that lineup, Ayla doesn't bring it up to the table anymore. Um, I don't think the abilities because if she gets stunned and ability and heal blocked, she's, she's useless. She's not going to ever do anything ever yeah. again, and and that's what's going to happen. She's if 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 she's not if if you can get your echo to move before, like that that's the reason why like the and the the snips is really vital is because she assists on specials for gr lead so she cleanses the time off of wrecker so it doesn't matter if you kill him or not cleanses the time allows you to attack anybody else that you want and then but you have to you have to mod the 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 whole thing is a modding challenge you have to get every like three people on your team faster than echo could be which means like you need 380 plus just to address something that is in the chat right now we've got a gentleman in the chat saying that the omicron uh, the datacron sorry is increasing qui-gon jinn's offense it doesn't say offense it says damage all right it's not increasing his offense which means he's not sharing that offense with the rest of his team it's increasing the damage that he deals are you sure it's coded differently I don't think it's been coded co- like that way in the past. There, like, there is no way that, that like, I'm pretty certain that Swigger.gg doesn't show the mechanics for Datacrons. So I'm pretty certain you can't go into the mechanics on Datacrons and see. The Cron is coded to increase offense? Uh, well, I'd apparently it's on Swigger.gg. If it, if is, it, it is, that, that changes is things entirely. Can you give us a direct link to look at that? I'll have a look now. It makes, I yeah, mean, is, well... Do you have an actual link or... And yet, send treaties. Which one is it? What's the name of the Datacron set? Uh, set nine. Hold on. Set ten is steadfast resolve. Steadfast resolve. Steadfast resolve. Level nine. But is it actually the offense that he will be passing out? Or will it just be offense that's affecting his damage? Like, when does that actually come into play? And what is Qui Gon's Omi actually looking for? Like, yeah, is Dermata that something that it. will actually be affected by uh, Modif- that? Modif- no, no, I, I it, it no, does I, say I it Dermata's increases. Saying, but I'm just, it says I'm just saying, like, when when is when Qui Gon's Omicron, like his death and everything, comes into effect? Like, when is it actually pulling that offense value? Is it pulling it from his base? Is it pulling it from his right after modded? Is it pulling it from after the Datacron value? I mean, these are these are different things. I mean, like, for for instance, JML. Like, JML, his call to assist, his coin, does damage based off his protection. It affects, you know, those, like, actual stats and everything coming into effect, like, those, like, base things from the Datacron. But the level 3, with the 15% health of protection, does it not actually count. come into effect. So will this offense come into effect too late? For it to have be counted by the Quagon Omicron, I mean that's the question that more I have. Will it actually come into effect over there? Because I'm I'm not sure that it is. I would need to look further and see some actual testing. Yes, I, I .gg has some has some wonderful wonderful information, but I mean just I would need to see some actual like in-game testing to see when it would actually come into effect. Just personally, I'm just having a look through, just seeing. Times context value over here. Sorry, we're just looking through the the mechanics that are on Swigger.gg. See now, 
this 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 come there's there's two elements of this right there's there's one to do with cg's wording right because cg usually words yeah. things very particular when they say damage normally it's not actually increasing offense it's increasing the damage output like anakin increasing his damage output isn't actually linked to his offense it's just a multiplier on the damage for the ability for that one turn and I think there's a few other instances of that. So normally they'd say increases his offense by a certain percentage, but this one says damage, but actually in actuality, it just says increases his offense. The other side of it is, like Wolfie says, is when does that come into play? When does uh, when does Qui-Gon Jinn's Omicron share his offense? If it's a permanent ability, so uh, let's look at it from Ark and his turret. Those of you that are not aware, right, so exactly, Arc Trooper yeah. has a turret. Excellent, and the, excellent. Oh, and yeah. and Arc Trooper's turret deals damage based on Arc's base offense at the start of battle. So when Fives does his sacrifice and shares all of his stats with the entirety of the 501st, that increase in offense that Arc gets from Fives does not increase the damage of the turret. It stays static. So that's one of the instances where there is an offense increase that happens to the team, but it doesn't actually impact, right? So we need to understand whether this Datacron is in fact, uh, affecting the overall offense of the entire team or if it's only affecting Qui-Gon. That's the next stage of it, I and, guess. And, and the turret it doesn't even say that it calls from the base stats. It just says... It doesn't say, no. This object's... Yeah, it doesn't even it doesn't even get that specific. It just says this object stats scale with the summoner's stats. So it yep. says it scales with the summoner's stats, but we know that it does not increase after the five sacrifice. So it mm -hmm. still stays with whatever his base stats were, even though it says it scales with the summoner stats. So mm -hmm. there, there's a lot of like little things in this game which are we 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 got to test them to actually see how they uh, how they work out. Um, I am. <sighs> that definitely Man. changes things, though. I, if, I mean, if it, it does really just does. share current stats, then there's no question that the, the Qui-Gon Omicron is is way better than the Alucron for that particular this is instance. Something, right? bro. This, the, yeah, this is one of those places where I would like, I would beg, I would plead, I want to be wrong. Like, I, I am literally mm. begging with fucking the gods that I am wrong in this situation. Like, I want Qui-Gon to actually pass out that much offense. I want it to happen. I want to be completely off base. I want just uh, our boy Tomford to say, no, fuck you, Wolf, you are entirely wrong. You are off base, and Qui-Gon is passing out all that offense. I want that to happen so goddamn badly. I don't know. I I don't know right yeah, now. We can't, we can't test it, it until until Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, until we actually see the uh, the Omicron and uh, GAC. But I, I, I want to see that in practice and see what actually happens. It's it's a shame that they removed the the bonus from Qui Gon Jinn's Omicron because his Omicron only affects his allies, right? It doesn't affect himself. It used to affect him as well, right? But they removed it? it from affecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when it first came out. It increased his own stats as well as his allies, and then it would get doubled up when he shared it. And they, when they did the whole rework, was, like they it stopped his, it from uh, his working speed on him. Thing. Yeah, I think it was speed. his, so his speed he, thing. Because like the, he the doesn't speed gain the speed. Was affecting it too. Yeah. 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 So the, the, he doesn't. It's either he doesn't gain the speed or he doesn't gain the offense boost from the speed. It's one of one of yeah. the other. So that he's not yeah, sharing like, additional he, stacks of offense from 
from Olet. Yeah. I think it was like yeah. he still gained the offense boost from the speed, but he didn't share that offense boost. Uh, I think that's what it was. Uh, it, it, it was at, a while ago. At the start of battle, if there are no galactic legends and all allies are Jedi, all other allies gain offense equal to 30 times their speed. Okay, so basically, if there are no GLs, oh, okay, so yeah. everybody's gaining offense equal to 30 times their speed. He's not gaining it. Doubled while they have foresight, which is great. And can't be defeated while Qui-Gon Jinn is active. Qui-Gon Jinn can't get DI or stealth, and he can't be revived. When he's defeated, all allies recover 100% health and gain 400% of Qui-Gon's offense for two turns. That 400%, we need to check the mechanics on that percentage health pass on agility training. If it's based on base or current. That's, that's the it's- huge thing, right? That one, I, re- I remember back in the day, like, I, I think it used to be based on his speed, because we had changed modding. I remember specifically changing modding on my Qui-Gon. I used to have speed mods on him, because I wanted him to have that extra offense boost from the speed, and then they changed it so that he was no longer sharing the speed-boosted offense, he was only sharing his mod-boosted offense. So I remember okay. specifically changing Qui-Gon to a separate modding from the speed mods to the mm-hmm. offense set with, I think I even have an offense primary. Yeah, I have an offense primary on his triangle um, because the, the the offense was now what matters as opposed to the speed was now that uh, that what matters. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that, was a, that was a, a deliberate well. modding change. Yeah, that, yeah. that was a, a specific thing I, I remember doing. Yeah, 100%. So. Uh, oh yeah. Physical damage value. Bro, we've gotten into weeds, and I fucking love. Well, them. we we we've definitely <laughs> oh, gotten man. into the weeds here. Oh man, so the- I'm here for it. This is some good shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm for I, it. I, I might have, I I've, I might have had too much to drink to be looking at 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 mechanics within uh, Swigger GG. <laughs> I'm right so, there with so, you. So query stat, self who is dead, puts the target and their physical damage query. So basically, Qui-Gon dies, puts their physical damage, doesn't say whether it's current or base. That's the issue. Into the context value. Then it says, for all ally side, so every ally who happens to be Jedi, modify physical stat damage by 400% times the context value. Context value would be physical damage of Qui-Gon. Right. And then... so the thing is, is that's still unclear whether that's current or base, because that's what really matters. If it's current or base, if it's current, well, it's I, amazing. If it's base, it's still good, well, but not so as amazing. So that's the reason why they excluded him from his own stuff was because it was making the the threshold too high when he was getting the the foresight and the speed right. boost off of that. So they lim- they they excluded him from that and put it to his allies just so that he wasn't passing like thousands upon thousands of offense and i think that if what he said is correct then this was going to happen is qui-gon's gonna go boom if you t- if you delete him and don't have the team under control he'll he'll, he'll go back to mm-hmm. killing stuff but unfortunately I mean, it's still not gonna work versus gl so you can maybe punch up to a few different teams that you could not have before but yeah okay what, what, what they should have done is they should have put in a level six that said you know Jedi are immune to stuns, and <laughs> that would all automatically just lock down that counter. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, 
Uh, It'll probably have see. too many unintended consequences. Ayla is whenever another ally uses, uses an, an ability, ability, she assists, dealing fifty percent more damage. Yeah, you see, that's kind of. I know we're we're out in the weeds on this one, but I, that's kind of where I like what Zareth ended up doing, which was throwing Ayla with um, Star Killer and swapping out the tank. Because you take so many oh, turns okay. in that that you end with the guaranteed tenacity down, like the odds of her stunning is pretty high. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not saying it's like a guarantee, but it'd be interesting to see where that goes. And that's kind of where I I want to lean into more is is using her datacron somewhere else where I think it would have a bigger impact versus trying to use it in a team that doesn't really need it. Like that's where I'm more or less on the resisting side of like putting Ayla there is like, I'm sure. pretty sure I would rather just not cannibalize the team further um, and, and run something mm. separately. Um, my, my only issue with running Ayla with Starkiller, actually, no, that's not true. Ignore me. I was going to say that because it's a light side set, you won't benefit from the stats, but they still do. Um, so you can yeah, still, still build up a bunch of offense or armor penetration armor on your pen star killer crit, crit avoidance or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't really give a shit about crit avoidance on a star killer team personally. It's but. no, no, not not that team in particular. But yeah, they, um, it, but I mean, armor it, pen or offense, absolutely. Yeah, armor pen. Well, you would probably want crit. Oh yeah, I mean, star killer still does physical damage, so you still want him like doing crazy big hits and everything. Yeah. So I mean, that, that's, that's, there's just still best. That's the benefit and everything. That's and yeah, Ayla, like you said, eventually there will be a chance Ayla calls a random ally to assist, and she may call Mara, who will call Palpatine, who will call Starkiller, and suddenly she gets a random call to assist, and then four-fifths of your team is assisting. It's just, mm -hmm. that can stack up real quick, that can get you going real quick. I yeah. was thinking about that myself, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of... Uh, Ayla hanging I mean, out on a Starkiller team. I'll, I'll be honest, Star, also, Starkiller... Uh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, go go off, go off. I was going to say, real, real quick, with like losing the Jedi tank, um, targeting priority goes to Palpatine. Like, raise whirlwinds whenever you're doing a 3v3 team, they always go to Palpatine. They Palpatine much eats only a whirlwind. Go, I'm just saying. They, they, they pretty much only go to your Jedi if it's a tank. Otherwise, they ignore them and they just go and keep whirlwinding palpatine so he's like a pseudo tank almost like yeah. in my experience at and, least so far that i've seen and it, it, in most cases he, he palpatine will also if you've got his zeta to increase his protection yes. by what is it 50 percent or whatever the, the hell it is it, yeah. yeah um he'll eat a whirlwind with the bonus stats that oh, he yeah. gets from the first whirlwind Absolutely. before ray has got a chance to stack anything he'll eat that and still survive like, that's oh, yeah. the cool thing no, about no. Palps. He's a chunky guy. Um, but the only thing I was going to say is, actually, I think that Starkiller, for me, he's probably the team I enjoy playing the most on offense. Out of every single team in the game, I have the most fun playing an EP Starkiller team. Like, that team is great. It's, it's a really satisfying team to play because they punch up so fun. well and... They just deal so much damage, so much control, so much TM gain that it's just like, yep, I feel in control this whole battle. And I, I, it's just, it's fun. I used to set him constantly on defense until I became in, enlightened. His face. Oh, yeah, and it's G one of those very technical teams yeah. where like you, you feel like if you're in control, if you know what you're doing, you really feel mm. like you have a handle on things and you are just... 
dictating yeah. the battle. And it really, it feels good. Like, the Starkiller team, it just feels like you're just a running train. And I have the mechanics, I have the skills, I have a, a particular set of skills, which will be... The the oh, yeah. A very particular and set of skills. It, it just, exactly. 100%. It, it just, it feels good. I, I love the Starkiller team. I love the games, the Circular games. Uh, all, that was absolutely amazing. Um, oh yeah, yeah. The Force Unleashed games. Back They're in good. the day, for, yeah. uh, Force Unleashed, Force Unleashed Two. Uh, back in the Xbox, uh, back in the day, those were absolutely amazing, I, um, amazing games. I was very unfortunate because I only played here. those games on uh, on PC, and whilst they are still very enjoyable, they, like the gameplay is fun on those games. The ports are abysmal. Like no. They they are not stable at all on PC. In the um, Force Unleashed two in particular, playing that on PC so hard because whenever you get any point where there is any sort of CGI cutscene, cutscene, the game will crash. You go into a thing, there'll be no audio. It'll crash, or there's no. It's so badly optimized for PC. The port is just terrible. You cannot enjoy it. I'm it's sorry. unreliable. So I never really got oh, to play the sorry, second man. one, but the first one was great. I played the first one on PlayStation Three, and uh, I loved it. They were great games. The, they the are Force really fun. Unleashed, Force Unleashed. Uh, Force Unleashed. I think I enjoyed a lot more uh, the story. Force Unleashed Two. I think like some of the mechanics of it with uh, the dual sabers the, and all that. Uh, all the the gameplay the felt better in two. Powers and everything. That mm -hmm. oh, was a lot of fun. The the, the story felt better Very in one. Good. The gameplay play. Uh, yes. Gameplay felt better in oh. in two. So yeah, well, one, one was better. For did, yeah, it's a good breakdown. They did so yeah. much. Uh, they did so much time on like one story element, where it felt like you played four levels to progress through one story element. It's just like nobody cared. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be done. Next, please. Yeah. Because um, they, they yeah. did a remaster recently, didn't they? On the on the on the Switch for yeah, uh, Force Unleashed. One. Yeah. yeah. So I'm wondering how that went down. I didn't bother playing that one. So I have not owned a Nintendo system since the 64. So it's been a minute. Oh, it has been a minute Ooh, for you. That was a great console, shoulder. though. Monkey Shoulder is okay, console. dude. Like, uh, um, it's no Woodford, but Monkey Shoulder is, it's like, um, it's quite an easy drinking whiskey, you know? It's not harsh on the palate. Larceny, that sounds larceny. cool. Ooh, I like it with the keyhole. Like with the it's, keyhole and the key, it makes me think of a whole prohibition area speakeasy sort of attitude to it. I like that. Oh, yeah. That's cool. And 92 proof, so a little bit stronger. But uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a fan. And it's a pretty cheap yeah. bottle too. It's 30, uh, by me, it's 31 US. So that's that's really not bad for, a, uh, for a bottle of uh, decent bourbon. 25 maybe in the UK? I'm not sure. It's really not bad for a, for a decent bottle of bourbon. No, no. I mean, yeah, I, I like yeah. All so things good. considered, I mean, a, a bottle of double oak, like I said, the, the larceny, I'll spend, you know, 31 or so a, uh, for the bottle. Uh, mm -hmm. A bottle of double oak will be probably 58, 60 bucks. Oof. So almost yeah, okay. double the price. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And this is still pretty solid. So, yeah, it, uh, it adds up. I mean, that's what counts Anyways. at the end of the day. All right. Yeah. Okay. Sipping on we, uh, Carthric. We, we've been... Water. Uh, 
What a yeah, it's too early for Carthrick, he's four hours behind us. But I think we've probably rambled enough for this one episode of Tribe Talks. We're three hours and fifteen minutes right Ooh. now, or seventeen minutes. Oh man. So I'm gonna wrap this up because nobody's gonna sit here and listen to three hours worth of podcast. If you do, yeah. make sure if you're on on Spotify or iTunes right now and you've listened to the entire podcast, leave a comment and tell me. And uh, I will feel so happy about that. We've had some really positive comments within the YouTube and uh, and within Discord about people enjoying this podcast. Make sure you guys say that because we give up our time for this. And it like it's a lot for me to ask people to give up three hours of their life to come here and chat about uh, Galaxy of Heroes and just have a good time. Having one guy, just one guy say, hey, I enjoy this podcast is enough to keep us going. So... Drop those comments, guys. We want to hear it. We want to hear it, and we'll be back same time next week. If you're not listening live on Twitch, catch it on the podcast, iTunes, also on YouTube, also on Spotify, also on every good podcasting hosting website. Carthrick Wolfie, do you guys want to say anything off before we sign off here tonight? I was going to say, you can't see me because this is a podcast, but I raised a glass and cheers to all of you fucking wonderful, amazing people out here who are chilling and hanging out and are giving us these... Uh, Again, not views, because this is a podcast, but listens. I guess that's how words work. Um, mm-hmm. Cheers to the lot of you. Get that shit in here. <laughs> Carthrick, baby, what about Carthrick? you? What? What am I doing? I got... Like, signing off. Sign off. Just Whoa. signing off, buddy. <laughs> Party! <laughs> Classic. Classic. Good night, guys. We'll be Perfect. back next week. Cheers, Urs, buddy. Hey, Urs, we got to get you on here. We've got to get you on here. Come join us. We'll have an interview with us. That'd be amazing. All right, guys. 100%. Peace. Good night. May the force be with you all. Good night, guys. <laughs>